this is yet another episode of the Red Leaf Retrocast. Uh, I am joined here with my friend Josh and Kevin. Hey, how's it going? How are you guys doing today? Doing fantastic, you know. I'm in a daze. <laughs> You're in a daze. Well, we're, we all seem to be busy with work and still have barely enough times to play any games. Today is a really fun retro topic and theme that <laughs> I was You're kind of inspired you picked it. on my business trip <laughs> that I took a few uh, about a month ago. I mean, half of it was fun. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could agree with that. Oh man! And Josh, you had you had a lovely sentence or phrase that you wanted to begin with, yeah, didn't you? I mean, Red Leaf Retrocast isn't anything without our sponsors. So, greetings, humans of the internet, and welcome back to the worldwide popular Red Leaf K Retrocast. Today we have the star-spangled cast of JD of Moose and Spiel on YouTube and at Bowling JD on Twitter, Kevin of Console Kev on YouTube and Twitter as well. And finally, my name is Josh of Powercord on YouTube and at Powercord Gaming. Today's podcast is brought to you by Call of Duty, the world leader in eight-year-olds banging your mom and letting you know about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. Tell me I'm wrong, though. Tell me I'm wrong, uh, though. Uh. Interesting note. Uh, last podcast I did, I got quoted one time. I said, like, this game was like Call of Duty, but something. And now anytime I walk into that game store, I ask about a game. They're like, oh, yeah, Back to the Future 2 on Super Famicom. It's kind of like Call of Duty, but a guy in a hoverboard. I'm like, this game's got This whole series is going to haunt me for life. So thank you, Josh. <laughs> Don't worry, man. It's so good. I got you. All it's so good. North, I got you. <laughs> I'll describe every everything today. It's, it's like Call of Duty, but with an alien. Or it's like Call of Duty with a zombie. <laughs> yeah, so this is yet another episode, and we're, we're, we're slowly getting up there in the numbers now. Yeah. Do you guys, are you guys uh, familiar with how many we've had now? Uh, this is, what, six or seven? This is number six? Say seven. Yeah. Damn. Almost. Yeah. We're getting up there. I mean, seven if you count the the, the the pilot, which Josh and I kind of practiced. Yeah. But the, today's theme is possibly terrible horror games. And we got to put the emphasis on possibly. Possibly is the is the emphasis. So basically, it can't be a famous game, a horror game, such as the Resident Evil or Silent Hill franchise. That was kind of the stipulation involved. It had to be a franchise that we, or game that we had somewhat inter- interest in playing. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it was good could not it could easily be really really terrible yep and this i was inspired to pick this theme based on a business trip i took to edmonton and just went into a retro store and i saw one of the games that were <laughs> that we played for the podcast and i'm just like you know what inspiration has hit <laughs> you know i was gonna say you probably caught an oilers game but i mean that works too well wow the oilers wow. are actually still in the playoffs yeah, for now <laughs> Not unlike the Wings or the Leafs. Uh, that's fine. I don't like the Wings or the Leafs. Although uh, Again, you live in right? between both uh, cities. Americans. Although Alec was pissed, I'll tell you that. But that's this is so, that's <laughs> God. Yeah, those uh, all those all those games the the Leafs were in this playoffs was was pretty heartbreaking. Way to go five out of six in overtime and lose four of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, but I, I yeah. So no, not a hockey fan, Kevin. Uh, I'll watch it if I'm there and it's like on live or if somebody's watching on TV. But I don't go out of my way to watch it. No, I like watching the fights. Well, speaking of Does fighting, there was a there was a player that holy crap did he fight to just be on the ice, and that was Joe Thornton of the San Jose Sharks. 
Now this guy's no no young spry skater, and apparently he tore his MCL and ACL and kept playing. Like a true champion. Man, like I had a hangnail once and I couldn't skate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy basically ruined his well ability to walk, and he was still skating at an NHL level. I mean, you don't. He's dedicated to the game, okay, man. Man, he's yeah. there. He's Look, got plenty of ice surrounding him to make it better anyway. Yeah, just take a knee, you'll be fine. <laughs> Walk it <laughs> off. You just can't get back up. Walk uh, it off. <laughs> it was it was quite the performance. It was it was pretty wild. That's that and Josh, you reminded me that Brad Marchand uh played with a punctured lung, so good god hockey players and just need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. We got Crosby taking off fingers this year and now we got Joe Thornton skating without a leg. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty crazy year in the NHL. It's wild. The playoffs have been good. Um, but speaking of good, you guys been playing any good games or just games in general lately? Well, I've been still in Final Fantasy XIV. I'm actually on a quest um, that I'm going to be live streaming on my channel. That I'm going to, for Johnny because he lives in Quebec, so he can't really help us out with Power Cord anymore. But I'm going to live stream Final Fantasy one through fifteen. I'm going to beat all the Final Fantasy series. That is a large that task. Is a, yeah, on. yeah. And it was actually really inspired from when we did the uh, Iconic RPG series. Because when we played 1 and 3, I was like, you know, I haven't actually in-depth gone through these games, so I'm going to do it. So I'm going to go 1, 2, 3, all the way to 15, skipping. Are you going to do, you gonna do the side ones? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do 10, 2, and unfortunately 13, what uh, the 2, 13 off rings. But I'm not going to do 11 and 14 because they're the online games, so... Are you going to do tactics? Yeah, I'm going to do tactics afterwards, or maybe even after seven. I will see you when you're 40. <laughs> you are never going to be done with this. <laughs> yeah, maybe when I'm done seven. Uh, I guess you don't plan on buying any new games anytime soon. Nope. Uh, actually, the latest pickups I've gotten were um, actually Final Fantasy... I think I said this last time. I got Final Fantasy 8 and 9 for 40 bucks from a pawn shop, which is a pretty good deal. That's actually pretty... Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember I... Uh, you showed a picture on Twitter. I was like, "Those prices are wait." Oh, Canadian prices, yeah. right? I yeah. Was like, <laughs> I'm pretty I much got to like add ten dollars to everything. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like an idiot. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm an ignorant American, right?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Kevin? Um, I've been, I all my free time pretty much got zapped recently because I've been working these seven days a week, twelve hour shifts. So. Most of my game time is getting to work early on the sole purpose that I can sit in my car and play games for like 30 minutes, which I know sounds desperate. Um, hey, that's what the Switch is for. But I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn when I can. Oh, is that not oh, game of the I year material? Every Look, I'm, I used to be the biggest Zelda fanboy, but the second I saw that game, especially because I love Gorilla, because I love Killzone so much. Yes, sir. Um, I saw that game. And I was like, why is everyone talking about Breath of the Wild? They don't have mecha dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> do you guys not see mecha dinosaurs? Um, so I've been playing that, and I've been missing it dearly. I got to play, like, an hour of it yesterday. I was, like, internally crying at the thought. Um, I decided that since I'm going to be doing this whole half hour before work, I'm going to bring my 3DS or Vita along. And I picked a random game, which was Advance Wars Dual Strike. And, um, yeah, I'm just bad at strategy games. <laughs> I, I'm really really bad and I've gotten to the point in my life where like if I'm not having a full amount of fun with something I think I just need to put it down which will come into relevance later by the way and yeah I just I love I used to love advanced wars but like I'm just I, I'm not good at strategy games well, to be fair I don't think so I, 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 to be fair I don't think anybody's really good at strategy games at 6.30 in the morning 
I can also see that, but it's like, this is my only time to play during the week. I'm like, I got to put this down. I'm going to pick something else up, like, shut your brain off, like, kind of fun, just to, you know, get my my morning started. Yeah. So I'll probably pick up Advance Wars again. Um, I've actually been playing a mobile game called Nova, or as I like to call it, definitely not Halo, we promise. <laughs> oh, God. <It's>, totally <laughs> it, not a ripoff, I take like, it. It's literally like N.O.V. I'm like, and your guy is like, talks like Master Chief. The guns look exactly the same. It's oh, he's uh, uh, for a free game. It's it's pretty Corporal impressive. Chief. That's, uh, anyways, Jack of all trades, Chief. It really is. <laughs> if you ha- if you, I'm sure you both have smartphones. You're like just download like the free version. It has like maybe an ad when you die, but like just to see like how badly they ripped it off. You're like this this can't be legal. <laughs> I'll check it out afterwards. Uh, well. In my world, uh, lots of travel for work, uh, back and forth. I've, I've literally uh, gone to Vancouver and to Houston, uh, New York. I've been, I've, I've covered all over North America. Um, so the handhelds have definitely been my friend, much like what Kevin plans to do. The 3DS and Vita haven't been too far from my, from my possession. And then uh, I finally did beat Breath of the Wild on, on one of my business trips. Nice. Yeah, you did. I did. I beat it. I didn't. I didn't muck around too much. Anyone actually beating it? <laughs> so you didn't hundred. You didn't hundred percent it then. Uh, come on, man. I'm not gonna find nine hundred seeds in the world. You're. What are you? Some kind of casual? <laughs> okay. So this is every. These these are some of the 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 negatives that people keep putting on Breath of the Wild. Is oh, once you get past like all the main stuff, it's just uh, finding these seeds and and finishing shrines. But the way I'm looking at it is the game's made where you can go in any direction immediately. And there's a lot of these put in there. So no matter which way you go, you'll essentially be playing the heart of the game. And it's not it's not forcing you to find all these all these minute things. And that's what I really appreciate about it. I, I If I had the interest to keep going, I could you know level my guy up or, or whatnot. But really, the game is about 40, 50 hours. That's definitely more... Uh, less time than I've put into it. I've and then how how is that how is that not enough time? <laughs> oh, that's that's plenty of time. I just I look at that game and now that the honeymoon period's over, you start to get like like people's real reactions. Like everyone was like, oh, 10, 10, 10. and like now I'm like like ten means nothing's wrong with that game. And like finally, like hearing people talk about it, it's like okay, the weapon durability kind of sucks. Like okay, this thing isn't great so like now I'm trying to finally get like my feel of the game and I think I'm almost ready to buy it once I get some free time I think and I've always said this from the beginning the game is a solid 8 because it's everything the gamer ever wanted and the durability I think is kind of cool because it's give you a way to recycle and try all the different weapons see I really like that as well um of course some weapons are going to be less or more durable than others which gets you to try out all the all the other things and, and different strategies different tactics it, it you know this has been the game's been talked to death at this point plus it's uh, interesting to throw your weapon at a thing that stuff <laughs> oh I love doing that and <laughs> probably my, uh, the most interesting thing I did in the game was name all the horses after the shadow of the colossus horse aggro yeah and just every just single num- horse is aggro and just Wait, every single horse is aggro followed by a number in sequence and then when a horse died I just kept going up in numbers so I think <laughs> at the end of the game I was at like aggro 39 how do you <laughs> nobody will ever replace you aggro ooh aggro too what's up how do you ever <laughs> what I've never had my horse die yet 
How did you kill your uh, horse? So one of one of my most fun things to do in the game was just straight up run off a cliff and then jump off the horse horse with the parachute oh or the God. glider. Dude, that you have any pets, Shady? <laughs> I do not. Good. I can. I hope you never do. I had a plant, but it kind of burnt on the balcony one day. <laughs> Plants don't burn. How do you even do that, dude? It was, well, dude, it was all crazy. right. So it's a it's a pretty funny story. But what, uh, they were when I first moved into my apartment here in Toronto, they uh, a building was being built across the street, and I just got the plant. In three days, this one section of the building was built, and the way the sun hits one part of the building goes on the one specific part of my balcony where the plant was, and it just immediately burned the plant. <laughs> Are you growing weed? No, it was like a plant. <laughs> I've never seen a plant burn before. Yeah, it was. It, it's like, it didn't physically like catch on fire. That That's where your imagination's well, I going. I know, <laughs> no, I know that, but that would be that would be metal as hell. Uh, this is my so plant yeah. that I love with all my. Well, this was my plant that I love with all my heart and soul. <laughs> Everything I touch dies. Well, it was great. You know, I go away. I go away for a weekend, and I come back, and the plant's done. I was like. This plant shouldn't have, like, dehydrated in two days. <laughs> so. You should buy a cactus next time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been really into Parasite Eve, the third birthday, which I got from the network to put on my Vita. Okay. So I'm a big Ooh, fan of the Parasite Eve series. Yep. And then. Who picked those? Good one. Oh, go, and go I, on. I forgot I picked up Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I said nobody picked those. Sorry, I was, like, mumbling to myself. I was like, damn, I should have picked that. Uh, but Parasite Eve is pretty famous, and everyone knows the first one's good. <laughs> but yeah, no one picked the second one. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm ignorant to the series, so maybe... Really now? Well, okay, then maybe that's something we can talk about later in the general topic, where we just kind of discuss horror games in general and how, how they've come and what's different. Um, Fair enough. Well, uh, how about we... Just dive into our first game, shall we? All right, make it e- take it yes, easy sir. though. Uh, I'm a little sore from last time. <laughs> Ooh, I like where this is going. <laughs> oh boy! So our first game was my first pick, which is the game called D, such as the letter yeah, D, it was. and it was developed by Warped or Warp and published by Acclaim. So, what do you think of that, guys? And claim game. You wanted to give us the D. Uh, it was also published by Panasonic, and I see what you did there. I didn't miss that. Hey. Um, I said that every time somebody wanted it at the game store I worked at, I was like, hey, this joke is never going to get uh, old. It came out on three platforms, the uh, PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and the 3DO. I guess the 3DO and version I heard was a lot better. It played a lot better. So the 3DO is an interesting console. It was more or less ahead of its time, but it was very expensive, and there just wasn't a big library, because it, it, I could go on and on about this, but to me, the games make the platform, Yeah. and there just wasn't enough games for the 3DO, but D was kind of a standout, actually, and I've never heard of this game. I just saw, when I was looking for games to choose for the podcast, I just saw this is a horror game that came out in 1995, which is really early, considering it's a platform one. Yeah. And it's And it's heavily created in full motion video so the whole game takes place in this video-esque presentation and you're this character named Lara and she essentially plays on a rail throughout it throughout this like haunted mansion mm-hmm. or just a mansion in general no 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 she's in a hospital I'm sorry she plays in a hot she goes to a hospital and basically it's 
focusing on her father, who has gone, who was a, a doctor, and he's gone crazy and just killed everybody in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Well, that can't be. That can't be true. I got to go investigate this myself." And just kind of walks in the hospital and gets sucked into another dimension. And you then you go into like this haunted esque house. Yeah. And you play on a rail, solving solving various uh, puzzles. Um. And slowly with each new kind of area or new thing that you do in the game, you get a little solid full motion video that advances the plot. You learn more about Lara and her frame of mind. Her dad talks to her and constantly yelling at her going, Lara, Lara, Josh, did you hear me? Lara. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, oh my what? God, dad, stop. He's just my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, it's just my boyfriend. He asked. He he wants to ask for my marriage, my hand in marriage. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I don't like him. <laughs> and this game was. <laughs> and this game took place shortly after the ESRB came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually surprised this game got released because the more I I was playing this and thinking about it, because there's scenes of like Laura stabbing her mom. <laughs> and nice. blood's coming out, and well, I mean, you know, of course, it's this goopy Nickelodeon gack-looking red goop. But <laughs> well, I mean, they it was they it's still like blood. Gear, so I mean, I can't see this being too bad, right? <laughs> I don't know. It has this big psychological aspect to it. Oh, it's definitely a psychological uh, what did, what game. Did, Josh, what did you think of the game? Um, so I know what the topic is—the possibly crappy horror games. But this one, and there was another one that we played. And it was actually the two you picked <clears throat> that honestly don't fit the the topic I had found out because I was, when I was playing this, I was actually creeped out the whole time. Like it generally was pretty creepy. You're right. It was like how how slow everything moved and what made it even more creepy is like you know when you watch a horror movie, you always say don't go in there, don't go in there, or don't do that, or run, you stupid bitch, like sit like that, right? <laughs> it was it was made it even worse because it made you advance more and more every time. Like the atmosphere, the atmosphere was on. I'm going to say it. The atmosphere was on point. This game was actually scary. Yeah, it was. It was. I was very surprised because generally, when you hear about a, a game with full motion video, and this is what this is why I thought it would possibly be terrible. Is a full motion video games generally aren't very good. Okay. If they were good, the things like the Sega CD and the 3DO would have been more successful. Yeah. So I mean, just horror games like uh, like because uh, we have one that I had picked. Well, both the ones that I had picked horror games at this time really had to try to be really scary. So it's just when they came at you with the point that because they played it more like a movie, right? Yeah, it did. It yeah, and I think that was the point of it. When I later, when I was later looking at the game and its kind of history. Uh, there was one review I found from a, uh, a German writer that said this is probably the best 3DO game and the best FMV game we'll ever have. I can agree with that. Yeah, that's like shocking because any any FMV game was like you didn't really have much competition, now, did you? <laughs> well, I mean, there was uh, what was what was the console where those FMV Zelda games were on? Um, CDI, but the you know, CDI let's pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> well, that whole console was FMV games, and that was and the whole thing was terrible. So the sure. the fact that, as Josh stated, the the uh, the environment was on point. The 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 way the game made you just feel uncomfortable. Yes, I mean compared to games nowadays, Laurel moves incredibly slow. 
maybe too slow. It reminded me of playing Mist. That kind of helped with the whole atmosphere. Oh, it sorry. reminded me of playing Mist with tank controls. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It didn't have to do any of that. Um, now, Kevin, we haven't gotten your thoughts on this. Well, my thoughts kind of. There's going to be a common theme with everything that I say tonight, and the thing with like the is like the same issue I have with like Resident Evil, where like I know it's a horror game, but like it's more in the gameplay aspect of like why does everything have to be like a crazy puzzle? And like to me, like I like I maybe I'm just not. Like, why do I need a statue to, like, I, to go to this to get that? Just to get the key to go out the front door? <laughs> right, like no no one's house is laid out like this. <laughs> like I can't imagine, but like going into like the what's the thing Spencer Mansion in Resident Evil? Like, oh, I gotta go up to the attic. Where did I put that red tiger's eye? Hey, hey <laughs> that place is haunted. It's like different. now, now to now to be fair, I feel like this game actually the puzzles actually kind of had a purpose in it. Yeah. Unlike, say, Resident Evil. Because when I was playing it, and when things are revealed, just a little spoiler here, uh, so, you know, for the next 10 seconds, kind of, you know, get out. But, uh, you know what? I don't think it's a spoiler, because it's more of an interpretation of what happened. And my interpretation is, you were in Laura's head the whole time. And she was kind of going through, unlocking puzzles to her own mind. I can see it. Is that a is I mean, that a fair interpretation? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it would make sense for all these puzzles. And the puzzles like, and the puzzles I didn't find were all that difficult. It was grab a book, put it in the shelf. That was it. So they, it wasn't like grab the statue, line it up with a shadow. It, it unlocks a key to to get you to a safe. That then you have to have the code that you you know. It wasn't as uh, convoluted or crazy God. as that. Mm. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. That's what hard <sighs> games kind of yep. do. But that's the that's the issue with I have with most horror games. Is like I don't I, I feel like it like horror ends up taking a backseat to unnecessarily overly confusing gameplay, which is somehow building tension. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't think that this game did any of that. It was actually done it was pre everything was presented well. Now the only bad part of the game I can honestly say uh, besides the slow walking I think it was too slow as I've reiterated now already well, um, everything more was the, though. it was the sure but it's it was still too slow yeah. I think a, a, maybe a step or two faster would have still had the same impact absolutely um, but it, I don't know if you guys got this far but there's there's a room in which you have to spin it around mm -hmm. in order to did you did you guys get, that, get far? that far did no. not so eventually you get you get to a you get to a room and you're locked in and you spin this wheel and you have to spin it X number of times to unlock a new area and then you go there there's a puzzle area you go back to that same room spin it some more and it, it you you must be like half the game I think is actually in that room. Hmm. See, I don't mind that part annoyed me. I don't know why it couldn't have just been hallways just yeah. in a V or an X or something. Too convenient for a survival horror game, that's why. Um, See, puzzles in and a this game, game actually... Go on, Josh. Puzzles in a horror game are fine, but if you're going to have puzzles in a horror game, you need to have something pressuring you while you're trying to do the puzzle. Well, this game didn't have any of that pressure. It, was, have, it was that... Yeah, other than try to beat the game in the time, because you only had right, two hours so to beat it. Right, was, so I was, I was going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, you have two hours to beat the game, otherwise you die. Mm-hmm. The character dies. Laura dies. Uh, and that's actually considered an ending to the game. But is that real time or is it two hours in game time? Uh, two hours in game. Well, you can't pause it. Okay. 
And you can't pause the game, so it doesn't matter. I didn't even notice that I couldn't. I never paused yeah, it. You can't pause <laughs> it. You can't save it. It's literally put two hours aside, turn the dark, turn the lights off, light some fucking skull candles. I am an adult. I don't have two hours of one block of time. Hey, you don't have to sleep. <laughs> and there's... <laughs> and there's actually... There's, there's two other endings to the game as well. Uh, and it's... It focuses on... The little backstory is uh, Laura's bloodline is comes from Dracula, but they don't really reference Dracula in really the entire game. Mm-hmm. And not to spoil the ending or anything, uh, so I won't go into that. But it actually ends pretty cool. Um, you, either one of the endings is fine. Uh, I actually played them both because I I was actually interested in the game and being that it, you know you can beat the game in like. 45 minutes it's not a not a big time commitment once you know what you're doing mm-hmm. is one ending the canon as opposed to the other I would assume so because I know there's D2 uh, there's a good ending and then there's a bad ending and sla- by as in the bad ending for in terms of the character something bad happening to the character and then there's a good one happening but truly they're both they're, they're both uh, to me they're both bad endings they're just different Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, but all right. Well, at least it leaves it open ended, I guess. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool, and they they did make a sequel to it. So I'm actually interested in the sequel now, and it's games yeah. like this that actually continue to get my interest in in a 3DO. Surprisingly enough, mm-hmm. as a retro I mean, game much, collector, this is like one of the few games that's worth it. Don't get too excited. <laughs> well, I mean, it's once my rule is once I get to 10 games on a console, then I'll want it because then that's enough reason to get one. That's actually a really good rule to have. Yeah, I think we're gonna apply that to the Switch. Good thing there's well, the Switch has three there. of them. <laughs> there's yeah, yeah. and uh, actually, uh, Mario Kart Deluxe comes out soon. That was coming out yeah, in a few but months. I, it's Mario Kart 8 again. That's all. But there's Splatoon characters in it. Anyways, we're, we're, we're getting off track. So, yeah, uh, I actually quite enjoyed D. I'll be interested in yeah, no. the sequels for sure. What about what about you guys? D was awesome. I want to play... Oh, go Josh first. <laughs> I always do that. <laughs> D was awesome. I'm just going to wait until I'm summoned. <laughs> so, yeah, D was really awesome. Like I said, the atmosphere was really good. Uh, the game actually had me creeped out the whole time that I did play it. Uh, it just kept me on the edge of my seat. And there was no downtime. Like it kept you moving, which was which made it even scarier. Because like I said, the whole "Don't go in there, you idiot!" and it's like, "Yo, I'm just gonna walk into this hospital." And you're like, "Oh man!" Like that's what made it different from Resident Evil. Resident Evil, you kind of like, "I know I gotta go in this room, but I don't want to go in there yet." So and then that's uh, it. Just makes you go. It's like, yeah, you do it or you die. So yeah, Kevin, you have been summoned. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I like this game, um, but I feel like it falls victim to graphics over gameplay kind of thing because it was all FMV and it was like, look, 3D models. Like, I, don't know, I had a, I had a rough time just getting into it because I, I feel like the gameplay took a backseat. But I do want to play D2 because of all the smack talking the developer did to the uh, to the Saturn. <laughs> do you know that or no? Do you guys uh, know about that? Uh, go, go on. I, uh, I'm, I'm fairly oh, okay. familiar with it, but go. I'd like to hear your take. So, I, I can't remember the developer's name, but I think it was at, like, an E3 where he was like, ooh, I'm making D2. Look at this, everybody. Ooh, and everyone's like, whoa, that's crazy. And then he, like, put up the Saturn logo. 
but then it slowly morphed into a PlayStation logo, just like, yo, fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> that's kind of, yeah, that was kind of, like, it was kind of the opposite with the Tomb Raider developer, because he just wanted to make it for the Saturn, and then later had to make it for the PlayStation, he was kind of irked about it. <laughs> this was yeah, but similar. he didn't do it like a, like a middle finger, like Stone yeah. Cold, like, <laughs> screw you guys. Uh, but that's my only reason to want to play D2, because I just want to see how edgy it got. <laughs> oh, God. So, our next game is Josh's pick. Go on, Josh. Hell yeah, the next game, the best game, (laughs) was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street for the NES. Now, there's not really much we can say about this, because the game was very one-dimensional, and I'm not talking about it yet, because it's a side-scroller. The music was goofy, wasn't even kind of scary, and the whole time I was thinking to myself, what am I trying to accomplish here? Because even if I died, I was doing the right thing. So, like, I didn't... This... I, how could you have been scared of this game? That's... Like, they released Nightmare on Elm Street. They released it for the name. That's all it is. It was just simply a marketing ploy. Like, how could anybody have it been sure scared... It sure felt like How it. could anybody have been scared of this Are game? Are you trying to tell me that a movie game was put out for a marketing ploy? Uh, yeah. I don't know why anybody would think <laughs> or dream of that, but, I mean... I t- <laughs> Sounds erroneous. That's, yeah. Now... Josh, who developed this game? Oh shit, I can't remember. I forgot to write it down. All I know is it wasn't that. Wait, wasn't it, it a claim? Atlas. It was rare. It. W- oh my god. <laughs> Damn so it. This is before their. Uh, oh no, Atlas did Friday the Thirteenth. This is Damn before it. their That's rise right. to power. Oh. Yeah, man. This such a shame. This game was horrible. <laughs> like there was honestly, there's nothing to say. Like this is your classic NES game. You walk side to side. If anything's on the ground, you're you're screwed. Like I. Uh, not this game isn't scary at all. How could I? I just please someone tell me, you guys or anybody who's listening, tell me how this game was scary. If you played this game back then, please let me know and I will prove you wrong. <laughs> see, you see, the game wasn't scary. It was it was so standard. I think even like Contra scared me more than more than this game would have at the time. Man, I've been uh, more scared by Final Fantasy, right? Like I've. <laughs> I've been run, I've run into a wild horse in Final Fantasy One. I, I think, oh well, I'm dead. <laughs> I think you need to get your, get your like, what? How are you scared of a horse? <laughs> no, dude, they're wild horses. They will kill you in one shot, and they're right at the beginning oh. of the game. Oh boy! Like JD's horses that he keeps running off cliffs and stuff. Maybe they're the ghost of JD's God horses. Damn it, the, ghost JD. Of, the ghost of Agro. The time traveling ghost of Agro. <laughs> Agro the 15th, what are you doing here? <laughs> to be fair, with the whole confusing Zelda timeline, that game could have came out before Final Fantasy. Oh. I talked well, to Alec okay, so the time, but that's something else. The, 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 game, is side, the game is side to side. Uh, you go through random houses, and some doors are open, some doors aren't. You can go in some, you can't. You can't. Oh, you go in the houses? It's, it's n- yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's what you're Wait. supposed to do. <laughs> What? I thought you just went side to side and punched as many things as you could until you died. <laughs> it sure felt like that, because it's not really clear that you can go in these houses, because no. even if the door's open or not, you don't know if you can actually go into like, them. All I know is um, one time I went to like the, 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 the dream realm or your nightmare, and then shit got stupid, and I just kept dying, and then that was it. I so, don't know if he's being serious or not, though. That's No, the thing. being serious. No, no, no. Did this is actually you, you, you didn't when, go in a house? Yes, when you go in a house, you're supposed to collect the bones of Freddy Krueger. 
No, I know that. I don't know if Josh kn- oh, okay. actually knew no, that. No, I'm being serious. I didn't actually know that you had to do that. I thought you just, like I said, he you didn't. walk side to side, punch <laughs> things until you die. That's all I thought the game was. <laughs> Try to get a- See, I was wondering why your thoughts on this game were so weird. I'm like, I, I actually think this game's pretty cool. I didn't uh, think the game, no, was, it's, it's, the game was goofy. It, it needed so much more than that. I mean, all the enemies were just your, your standard... Bat. Uh, Halloween... Character caricatures. You just you have a zombie, you have a skeleton, you have a bat. Oh my god! I, I think there were spiders in there probably. Um, and everybody's favorite Halloween symbol, snakes. <laughs> right. And you just punch you punch snakes in the face. But yeah, Josh is right. You just go around punching things until until you die because yeah, you, you go side to side. You, you don't know you don't know how many bones you need to get. Or I I must have missed any sort of meter on there. The only meter There's that a counter that at the top. Well, that's how many bones you have, but not how many you need to collect. No, no. Every time you collected a bone, it went down. I thought it went up. <laughs> no. Everyone's game, everyone's <laughs> version of how they play this game is different, and this is the oh, really virtual cast. Everybody. I mean, to be I fair, only, I only got, I only a- got to, I only got to see one boss, and it was like Freddy Krueger's glove. I played this for. That's on a chain. That's pretty much it was like a change. It was a. It was. It was. Oh God! It was every <laughs> boss is like that. Essentially, or it's Freddy blindly walking to the side of the screen, swiping at the air, and if you happen to be in his way, he hurts you. Like, he doesn't really try. Oh, oh God, that's awful. Minutes. Yeah, I only got, like, 40 minutes in myself, You're but what was irritating was there's there, that sleep meter just goes down pretty quick, and then you go into Dream World... I thought I just came because I died so many times. It's like, oh, so no, you're you're go. in you're in Dream World trying to trying to get a uh, like a '90s boombox. The thing is, <laughs> to you're wake both, you up, you're both right because you fall asleep over yeah. time, and it is a health meter as well. So, like, you're you're both right. Uh, All right, Kevin. Game. Convince us why this game isn't as bad as we're making I'm it not, out to be. I'm not saying it, it's a great game. I'm just saying it's it's pretty cool. Now. Like, it's, it's just, I don't know, something about it was just simple of, like, go in the building, collect the bones, and, like, fight Freddy real quick. Like, it didn't need to be, I mean, it did need to be good, because, you know, you want to buy it, but, like, I I mean, it's just, it's okay, it's above average for me. I don't know, it was just fun. It's definitely not scary. I wouldn't call it a horror game other than the name. You guys are definitely right on that. But <laughs> did you guys play the four players? No. Man, you think I have you can four play friends? four players? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that. I was like, I don't have four friends. Nobody did. Um, but yeah, no. Actually, the the co op in this game, I did play it with one friend back in the day. And by back in the day, I mean when I was like nineteen. But like, it's 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 fun to play with other people. Like the the Dream World power up stages are like the key to the game. Like you become like an athlete or like a monster and like use different weapons to, like traverse the world. I don't know. I thought it was it was a a way to make Nightmare on Elm Street a game. Because honestly, I mean, I don't know what else you would have done other than like run from Freddy for like ninety minutes. Yeah, why not? Would have been better than trying to not die to things that come at you on the ground. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was the I worst mean, part of the game. Be, you're trying to make logic out of an Man, NES you game. Just like, for D. <laughs> I just, I, I think it's a good. I think it's an like. I think it's above average. I'm not saying it's great. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. It's just like all right. Maybe it's the fact that it's an acid trip, like in a cartridge. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe that's why I thought it was fun. I, I just know. also thought it was funny when you would turn the game on. It's just Freddy Krueger standing there. It's like, oh, TM. it's like, all right, let's do this. The Freddy Krueger, you fucking pop in and you hear this goofy ass music. Freddy Krueger is coming. TM. That was my favorite part when Freddy was coming. <laughs> oh yeah, they cut the trademark symbol on it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I had to let you know that hey, this is a registered trademark. You guys oh, can't boy. just be like, "Freddy's coming." 
Well, I think I think the uh, the people listening know Josh and I's take, and now we know your take, Kevin. So you think it was okay? Josh and I clearly didn't care much for the game at all. That, I'll I'll say it doesn't justify its price of what it goes for right now. I'll give it that. How much does it go for in the states? Like twenty five wow, bucks for no dude, reason. That's like that's like, add another fifteen dollars, and you have the Canadian price. Yeah, I'm not paying $40 I mean, I'm, for Nightmare on Elm Street in Canada. That. I wouldn't even pay 5 <laughs> I'll say it probably attributes because it's an uh, AVGN game, so people are probably oh, like, I gotta get them all, but like, but this is like, I, it's one of the better ones. I guess, I mean, I guess so it kind of takes, I, the, I didn't know you can go into the houses, so that kind of takes that point away. But yeah, that would have helped. The game doesn't change much. The game doesn't change much, man. Uh, well, speaking of a game that doesn't change much... Uh, Kevin, it's your next pick or your first pick on the list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I played. Uh, I played Alien Resurrection for the PS One. <laughs> okay, before before and we I, get into the game, how stupid was the movie? <laughs> pretty pretty goddamn. But here here's my mistake I made with the game. I thought it was Alien Trilogy. I got these two games mixed up, so I was, like, super excited to play it. I was like, oh, yeah, I finally get to play it. Alien Trilogy is apparently really good. Uh, this game sucks. <laughs> Don't play really Alien. So, the deal with Alien Resurrection is, it actually, the reason I wanted to play it is because I knew it was a horror game that goes against what I said when we were talking about D. It wasn't about, like, ooh, do the puzzles, like, and it could still be, like, that was the whole scare of the game. No, Alien Resurrection is scary because it's fucking impossible <laughs> <laughs> like this, I I had a buddy come over and he looked at my save file and I told him like I've been playing this from Friday afternoon to Saturday midday when he came over and he's like oh your save file says you have six hours I'm like no that's six minutes because I kept dying <laughs> and dying <laughs> and dying I made I made a video about it uh, for my own channel for shameless plug reasons but th- this game is stupid impossible and the, uh, I'll give it this thing it does a horror game good where you have a pistol it has unlimited ammo but it sucks okay no problem. Uh, good luck aiming on a PlayStation 1 DualShock mm-hmm. controller um, because they haven't figured it out at this period in time. You can't aim down the sights. Uh, hitting a soldier in the head to stealthily kill him, fucking impossible. Can't do that. So you just have to like ho- like take five minutes aiming your crosshair on his head, shooting him, and then you go around the corner after trying to kill him. Oh shit, there's 40 guys. Then you die. And then you start the game again. And you get a little further, and then you die. And then I did that for about a day. And then I got to a save point in the in the level, which is about halfway through. Okay, that's fair. And then I get through the save point, and then I died. Huh. And then uh, this game is just, it's so dark. And I get that maybe it's a PlayStation 1 game. Fine, I get it. But it's so dark, and I can't see anything. And then, like, okay, I gotta find a key to get through here. This is, it's kind of like Doom in that sense. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go down this ladder and there's a key down here. Uh, apparently, Ripley doesn't want to grip ladder sometimes, so I fell down a thing and I had no health, so I died. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go all the way back to my save point. I'm like, okay, I'll try it again. And then I go back to this ladder, making sure I grip it. Got really far. And then I'm like, getting through this level. I open a couple of doors. I'm like, okay. I gotten pretty far in this like there's gotta be a save point around here somewhere. Gotta be going. And now I'm on like my last sliver of health because a soldier has killed me. I have not seen an alien to this point yet, mind you. Yeah. And I get to I, the last I, point I... before level. <laughs> and then I died. And then I had to start all the fucking way back 
And I was I was like, I'm I'm fucking losing it with this game. <laughs> I got about to the that that process essentially repeated till about halfway through the second level when I said, Fuck this game, it sucks. <laughs> you know what's I, sad? I I, I didn't have that hard of a time with it. <laughs> Because you can, because <laughs> you can choose different characters, and I must have. I think I put in a cheat code. Yeah, you can choose four different characters in the game, and one of them has a laser rifle, and another no, has a I grenade launcher. The, no, I picked up the laser rifle later. Like you started the game. Are you sure you didn't play trilogy? I definitely played Alien Resur- Resurrection, the two thousand game. So, so you started out and like there was stuff going on. Like, I don't think no, don't get me wrong. I died a lot at first, but it, it doesn't sound like I had as much trouble as you. No, but the first weapon you pick up is a laser pistol. How'd you pick up a laser rifle? Oh, maybe it was a laser pistol then. Either way, mind. it made it much yeah, easier. I, much easier to target. <laughs> this game sucks. Fuck. Uh, I, I've I literally finished that game. When I, when I say finish, meaning I was fucking done with it. I had 12 minutes on my save file. <laughs> I think you're just bad at being at fighting off the, all the aliens that you didn't see. I mean, I mean, I got, I eventually got to see. I think I saw three xenomorphs this whole time I played this game, uh, and I died. <laughs> I made a video about it. I, I want to make sure that everyone saw this game sucks. And I'm, uh, I'm, it's actually in my trade pile right now. Oh so. God. Oh, that's great. It's, go- it's going away. I bought it at an expo thing, and it was going to be great. And, uh, well, you know, I'm dumb. <laughs> well, as far as, I, as far as I'm aware, the, uh, the, the company that developed the game, Argonaut Games, I think this was, like, the only one that they did, or it was the last one. Well, I can see it being the last one. Uh, I hope <laughs> it's the last one. I don't care um, that you guys made Star Fox. You go back in that. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it has it had a rich it has a rich history, but like I think as soon as they started breaking off on their own doing their own thing, they they didn't do anything right. Uh, it was published by Fox Interactive, so it's got this big Fox logo on it <laughs> in the game. And it was distributed by Electronic Arts, so the the companies were uh, all over the place. I hate EA. Uh, the 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 um I thought the graphics were all over the place. I'm usually a guy who doesn't really care about graphics. It either it either looks good or okay and then I'm done I don't really mind but there was times where I was playing the game and it looked like what I would play on a PS2 at times and then it would it would chug so hard that all of a sudden the resolution would just go down to something that you would see on maybe the Genesis <laughs> it was just I'm all over the PS2? place really I'm yeah like there were certain areas that it would just look so crisp and nice but as soon as you, you turn the next corner, it goes down to like a Genesis level of graphics just immediately. See, it's funny. It's funny you say that because maybe this is one of those like few games. Like I've had a few PlayStation One games I play on my PS3, and it doesn't emulate well. And I played when I was doing this on a PS3, my HUD went from green to like being white <laughs> for some reason. And I thought that was like maybe I don't know this level likes that, but like maybe it's like one of those few games where like if you play it on a PlayStation One, like. It just runs better, so I don't know. It's interesting. That you well, I was that. I was playing I was playing on uh, just the the original PlayStation with um, uh, S video cable. Oh, That's what I was playing on. So super yeah, video, the, bro. The, the the harsh difficulty level is just too much. Even even mm-hmm. for like, uh, I would say this year is the first time I've actually tried to challenge myself a lot of games, purposely putting games in, like the hardest difficulty level if the game warrants it, and. What I mean by that is, 
if a game's going to be difficult, it can't just be, oh, there's less ammo or you need to pump more bullets into an enemy. No, it has to, you know, it's whether the AI gets smarter or, you know, maybe levels change like in Thief. You know, right. things like that. This game was just balls hard from the start. And there was there was no getting around it. It was just a matter of getting lucky and and almost ma- wanting you to cheat the system. Like it, a game like was, this, a I, game like this is why they're safe states. <laughs> well, it definitely was, and I the reason I wanted to keep going with this game is because although I kept dying, I felt like every time I I loaded back up, I did a little better, and I did a little better, and I was like, okay, I know where to go. And it was taunting level, you. Which, which yeah, I knew which valve to go, and I literally put this in my trade pile like three times, and I was said, no, I'm gonna fucking do this, and eventually it just got to the point where like, you know what, I don't care. I can't beat this game. It sucks. Fuck this game on that. Like as as a survival horror, I wasn't impressed. As a first person shooter, a callback to our last episode, still wasn't impressed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> supposedly this is the, this is the game that invented the use of left and right analog sticks for first person oh, shooters. Yeah. Supposedly. I no, it it, uh, it pretty much was because the guy that wrote the review for Gamespot got shit on. For uh, for that, for saying that this was like the worst control scheme, and this will never be the way modern shooters control. Uh, uh, well, that's only because this game was so hard; you couldn't line anything up half the time. I mean, to be fair, this game's just bad too. <laughs> uh, Josh, uh, you've been you've been quiet. What do you what do you got? Well, I didn't play too much of this game. I had the same problem as Kevin. Actually, um, the game was more or less for me suspenseful because I knew. I didn't know when the aliens were going to come at all, so I kind of just thought, like, there'd be a few waves of soldiers and suddenly a xenomorph would pop out. Um, but I never really played too much of this game. I, just, I lost interest in it way too quickly. I <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was too hard. <laughs> did you get? Did you also get 10 minutes of gameplay time on your on your save file? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't all that great. I it's, Sorry, the game, uh, it's like you guys have already said. It's It was tough. It wasn't all that great. It was really fucking dark. I, it's not to say that this was a horrible game, but as a horror game, it definitely wasn't all that great. I gotta add one more thing, speaking of the dark. Um, if you're gonna have a flashlight in a game, either make it fucking work or make it don't. Yeah. I don't need to take <laughs> 20 steps and my flashlight dies, so I just sit there picking my nose. Oh, look, it's at 100% again. I'll just keep walking. I died again. Like, that was unnecessary padding. It added no tension, and I was just fucking annoyed. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I, you know, it's funny you bring up the darkness. When I started seeing face hookers, I, it was too dark to even see they were on the ground. It was fucking impossible. That's what that's what that's what got that's what got me to just quit altogether. You're lucky you even got far enough to see a face hugger. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there was ever I I believe if I'm remembering correctly, uh anytime more than one xenomorph got on the screen, that's when the graphics would just chug hard, and mm-hmm. I would die. So I found myself just running away half the time. Also, the xenomorphs looks like turds. I'm gonna throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, they don't look too good. They, they look. They look pretty. They, they look as sloppy look like as Alien Three. <laughs> they wow! Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we can all we can all agree this sucks. Yeah. It was too hard. It was too hard to even enjoy anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a point where like I here's I like this I I don't like Dark Souls personally for reasons, but I don't hate it because of the difficulty. Like the game 
while unfair, like has a learning curve and you get better and better and better mm-hmm. at it. This is just, it's cheap and it wasn't fun. Yeah, like I'm not one. It was, it was like, full just of cheap because the game's yeah. hard doesn't make it not good, but like this is, took it to a level of like, like it's literally fuck you difficulty. Yeah, like, you're, <laughs> like you just said, I'm not one to knock a game for its difficulty, but this is just unnecessary. And it well, wasn't right. that scary. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, moving, moving right along. We're on, we're on a good pace here. Uh, this is my second and last pick uh, for possibly terrible horror games, and this is actually the game that ca- that that inspired the the the, uh, the topic. This one is and uh, it's actually my favorite one. That we alo- Alone in the Dark for the New Nightmare. This I think was the on best the PlayStation. One. And first of all, I didn't even know they made. More than two alone in the darks. Yeah. Uh, what so was really cool though is how po- how could how could the fourth installment be be any yeah, good? <laughs> you know, usually Gen Winers are, but I found it was really cool. I found um, they they used the main character Edward in all the in all the stories, and the way they used him in number four was like he's a being of light or something, and he was reborn to fight off the things of darkness or some shit like that, but. <laughs> they use the, the same main character a bunch of times, so when I was looking it up, everyone's like, there's really no spoilers since, you know, the character's Edward because they're all different Edwards. Oh, they're all different ones? Yeah, like in the first game, he was just an investigator, and then I think in the second or third one, he became a paranormal investigator, and now he's what he is in Alone in the Dark 4. And sometimes, if you defeat Ganon, you go and play Wind Waker, but if you don't defeat that, we'll So, this game it was developed by Darkworks and published by Infogrames, which I've never heard of either, no. honestly. Uh, I did a lot of Game Boy and Game Boy Color games back in the day, but other than that... I, well, this I game was also released on the Dreamcast and Game Boy Color as well. Hmm. Why did I not play the Game Boy Color version? Well, I played the PlayStation version, and it's super cheap. So did I. But mm-hmm. holy crap, was this game good. Yeah, man. Like I said, it is definitely my favorite one that we played. I was, I did not want to put this game down. No, uh, I'm actually going to the, the, uh, go the, play it when I've done this. The three days that I've I've been home, I probably played this a day and a half worth. Nice. It was... Jeez. I was... So invested. It's a it's a two disc game. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal back then. It, it, it's it's a big deal. It, it's it's still it still kind of is. Um, it it's it's set in two thousand one. Uh, like Josh said, it focuses on Edward Carnby, uh, best friend and partner. Charles Fisk has been found dead off the coast of Shadow Island, of um, off the coast of Massachusetts. And Edward uh, investigation leads him to. Uh, a guy named Frederick who informs Fisk of three ancient tablets. So here's our kind of ancient darkness that he's got to fight. Uh, you know, stop, stop this crazy power that people are after. And uh, you, you, you basically just go through various spooky environments, um, solving puzzles. It's very Resident Evil like. As I smell that, as I, as I smell I, that smells like HP Lovecraft. <laughs> Did you say HP no, love crap or love craft? Craft. <laughs> um, and you're just in the you're you're in a manner and you and you go about different areas. So I was like, wow, this is and it's got the tank controls, much like Resident Evil. Um, 
it, it really wanted to be it, and I think it actually did it better compared to even the first two Resident Evils. This game came out in 2001, so it's not an old game by any means, but sure, it felt like an old game. It felt like it came out in like the 96, 97 era, not 2001, mm -hmm. but with better graphics and, and really utilizing the tank controls to kind of an advantage of making the environment creep, uh, more creepy, uh, making the enemies seem uh, faster than they actually are. Mm -hmm. Because in Resident Evil, the zombies are real slow and whatever, but in this one, you're fighting, like, wild reptiles and alligators in the water, and uh, they're after you. It's it's the environment's there. I was really into the game, and I want to see where the third... Like, what happened to the third one. Mm -hmm. What I thought was really interesting, too, was they didn't just make this horror game. They made this, like, heavily story-driven, which really helped set the like set the tone for a lot of uh, survival horror games like this. Like, a lot of survival horror games you play now have really good stories instead of just don't die to zombies, get to the end. Yeah, I actually cared about the... It, was, it felt like it was well-written because Resident Evil games are generally pretty convoluted at, at times. They're, it's really just about the, the controls and the zombies and, mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. This game... I, I gave a shit about the plot. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to know more. What's up with the mansion? Why? What happened to Edward? What, what's happening to his friend? I was, I was really into it. I am really into it. I I want to beat the game. What I thought was really funny though was uh, with Elaine, the girl who's trying to find her dad. Right. Um, but after they jump off the plane, how she lands in the manor, there was one. T I don't know if you got there, <laughs> but there was one point she found. I think it was Edward. I, I can't remember. She found the guy in the mansion, and he goes, "Wow." You look a lot different. She goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of just, just one-liners in, in, in the entire game where they're kind of self-aware of what's happening. Yeah, the uh, cheesy dialogue made it, it good. Yeah, it was it was good. Kevin, what, what do you got? Look, this falls into my same problem I have with every other survival horror uh, that we talked about, mostly. I just, I don't want, like, why I don't get why survival horror has to be puzzles. And I'm fine with puzzles. It's just like, I want... I don't know. I just get lost when I have to have a guide next to me the whole game the while I play. The only thing I'm going to say against that is the way they fought it in this game was he was a paranormal investigator. So he's not just going around to solve which, puzzles. He's going around to investigate, right? Which is which is, a good, which is a good way of doing it. Instead of just saying, hey, go turn this crank. Which is fine. I, and I got no problem with that. It made sense in this context. And I, I will say, the game is also ridiculous by having a triple barrel shotgun. <laughs> I did like that. You um, love it. But, and, I, and, I, and the credit I'll give it is that I didn't feel hopeless and useless like I did like when I played something like Resident Evil or another game coming up. So, it has... It, like, it does the Resident Evil thing, like you said, better. It's just like... I. I just get lost when I feel like I have to have a guide with me the whole game, or I have to, like, spend hours looking for, like, a subtle thing to to progress, and this did it better, but, and I respect it as a game, it's just not my cup of tea. That's, that's the best I could give it. <laughs> the thing, the negative that I had about it is basically the same thing I have with, like, every horror game I play, is you kind of expect it after a while, so it doesn't get too creepy. Um, one of the things I said about this game is it's based more on action than it was horror. So... Yeah, it did feel a little bit more action-based, but uh, generally that, that spooky environment stayed there the oh, whole yeah. time. Um, Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I did I did become less a lot less scared. 
but it didn't it didn't bother me none. I'm still pretty pumped to 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 learn each new uh, plot development and learn more about Edward and all the other characters that he was involved mm-hmm. with in the game. Uh, I got a, I got a lot of a Resident Evil Four vibe out of this too. I don't know if anyone else got this with the inventory. Oh, manager. the gameplay was very Resident Evil esque. I haven't played three, but like four, like other than like overview, like I don't know, something about it felt more like Resident Evil Four than like their originals. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I could I could see that definitely. This, I have to say though, this mm. is the most atmospherically suspenseful game that was on the list, and this is the other one that I said at the beginning because like, your your two picks, JD, shit were they were great picks, but they were not possibly were not crappy horror games. I'll give them that. Well, again, I stand by the fact that. I never even knew Alone in Dark 3 or 4 or even 5 exists. There's a 5? There's a 5 on the Wii and is apparently it? that's really oh, bad. Great. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Is Wait, are the 360 and PS3 ones the same as the Wii one? Maybe there's a 6 then as well. Because <laughs> I know the one on 360 is real good. Oh, man. Wait, this is one of those generational <laughs> we should, games, right? We should, we should have a modern day. Like It's like King Kong. They come out every... 30 or so years to kind of refresh the story. Uh, yeah, they kind of do, but no, it's like one of those games where like every time Alone in the Dark like came out, everyone's like, oh, did? Yeah. Oh. No, I'm, right, I'm, 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 I'm really happy this game turned out so well, because I actually have always wanted to play an Alone in the Dark game basically my entire life since, since I've had a PlayStation, but because they're horror and M, generally M-rated, uh, parents just wouldn't let me have it so on a whim just in Edmonton I was like screw it I'll, I'm gonna get this game it's 10 bucks in Canada fuck you dad I'm that shows how cheap game. it is I'm an adult now <laughs> fuck you dad <laughs> <laughs> there you go Whoa. the undertaker has uh, arrived uh, and he was alone in the dark I'm an adult I'm so gonna I'm, buy I'm, alone in the dark I'm gonna be scared it turned out to not be not be terrible I'm very happy uh, I'm definitely going to be beating this game. I can't. I can't. I just can't. I can't wait to play more. Yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm going to be playing this as soon as I'm done. So. So. Our next game is another Josh pick. <laughs> His second last one for <laughs> I him. I think I picked the two worst ones, guys, and I like to apologize this time. So. Around. I'm interrupt. You know, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to interrupt you here, because when we were picking the games for for the theme, I really had to help you guys out. Yeah. Because you guys were like, there aren't any horror games before 2001. Oh, my God. Well, there was a few, and I just like, started listing all of them off. A, I'm like, look, these. But not, pick but some. not like super obvious ones. <laughs> like the one, I was going to pick one that was like eight discs long. I can't remember what the name was. But it was like all acted out. What? what? Oh, was that Kudelka? I don't remember what it was. But it was a. It might be Kudelka. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like eight discs long for PlayStation 1 or for the PC. And like. It was all acted out, and it was a horror. It was supposed to be a horror game, but it was supposed to be super dumb. And I was like, I don't think I want to invest eight discs, eight discs worth of time. Well, I, I know you guys. I, I know there's some other. I know there's some other like FMV games. There's a, uh, there's um, uh, Night Trap from the Sega CD. Okay. No. That's game. <laughs> uh, and then there, there's fan, fan, uh, Phantasmagoria. That's the. I think that was the one I was gonna pick. 
that's a pretty that's a pretty famous yeah, game. Phantasmagoria. Uh, you can one. you can get online for the PC, but kind of sticking with the consoles. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I got the feeling that at least uh, for you, Josh, you just like picked two randomly off the list that I I presented. Yeah, that's exactly what and I did. And you ended up with this. You ended up with this game. I two of the worst ones. So I picked Nightmare on Elm Street because I knew who Freddy Krueger was. And I picked Shadow Man because like yeah, you know it can't be that bad. It's for the N sixty four. I'm sorry. What was the Shadow title? Man. Ah, for the N sixty four. And what is this game about? <laughs> oh God. Okay. So I didn't even know this was a horror. This game, game. wasn't a horror game. It's a wet dream of historical fiction oh. with serial killers. <laughs> uh, that's the way to put it. It's classified as an action adventure horror <laughs> game. So dumb. This game wasn't. They could be wrong. This game wasn't so much scary as it was supposed to be dark and suspenseful. But like I said, it was a wet dream of a historical fiction with serial killers. Man, <laughs> it was just. I don't care. Okay, I don't remember the guy's names because I played this for like an hour and I was like, "Okay, this is fucking stupid. I'm done playing this game." But um, it's a uh, it's a uh, Michael Leroy. Yeah. So this this guy. This guy is driving. Is it? He's driving a cab, and someone gets killed, and he takes a briefcase full of money, and now he's being chased by a mob, a gang, whatever, <laughs> and then he gets killed. Or no, he doesn't get killed. He meets this voodoo chick, and then she puts a mask on his chest, and then he can go back and forth between the dark world and the, the light, the alive. I don't know what the hell they called it. It was it was so stupid. He goes back and forth between Louisiana and in the dead world called Deadside. Deadside or something like that. Yeah, so something yeah. stupid like that. And see, now this game and Dead Deadside was was made by uh, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it's like, and he makes an insane asylum for like-minded people in the Deadside. Yeah. <laughs> and your whole thing is you got to try to <laughs> save the world, and it's just there wasn't much context behind the character. I, did you know there was actually comics? attached to this game that does not surprise me I didn't me. <laughs> know that there was comics attached so I couldn't really feel bad for what happened with the main character I mean the story was kind of interesting <laughs> but like I didn't know who this guy was he got chased by a mob he stole some money he got a shadow mask attached to his chest now he's a shadow man so I don't know <laughs> now he's a shadow man whatever. Just, whatever I hate when that happens <laughs> typical Tuesday so like I didn't get scared so much, but I'll have to say this game did an incredible job with lightning exploration because this game was open ended. That's that's the only thing. It was very open world. So the game was very open ended. It reminded me a lot of like old or like yeah old school Legend of Zelda where you go to a zone and you would get stopped and you'd be like, well I can't go up there, and then you adventure more. Do not compare this to Legend Listen. of Zelda. <laughs> so you would leave and then you would come back. You would leave. You leave. You get like a power up or an item. You go back and be like, oh I could do this now. So. So yeah, it was just. It, it, but what sounds pretty Zelda esque to me? Zelda-esque, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could have. That's. Uh, that's Listen, a Shadow Zelda, Man. <laughs> don't question it. It was dark and don't suspense. question Shadow Man. Man. Cool, man. It was dark. <laughs> He's a black dude from Louisiana. Come yeah. on. That's a, don't question the Shadow Man. Sounds like something parents told their kids before they went to bed. <laughs> Do I have to go to bed now? Don't question the Shadow don't Man. Don't question the Shadow uh, Man. Put a stupid voodoo mask in your chest. And you'll have to go talk to All right, Josh, Josh can continue. What I found was a bit frustrating, and I don't know if you guys uh, had experienced this, is every once in a while my Z-targeting would fall off. So, like, I would lose, I wouldn't, I would all of a sudden not, I would be holding Z down, and then, and that's right, Kevin, I said Z. I'd be holding the Z button down. No, I knew where you were going. I had the Z button down, <laughs> and then next thing I know, I, it's like, where the hell are you going? How come I can't target you? And then I would die. So I'm not sure if it was me or the game, but you know what? Screw that. The game was dumb, the story was dumb, the comics were probably dumber, 
This game was dumb. <laughs> I picked two stupid <laughs> games, and I apologize this time around. So, well, I, had, I, had a, I had a pretty big issue with the crazy amount of cutscenes to start off the game. Because yeah. it's like 15 minutes before you start playing, and then it just puts you in this open world, and you're like, okay... What do I do? Yeah, exactly. I'm in the I'm in the land of the dead, I guess, with Jack the Ripper for some reason. Okay, uh, where do I go? What do I do? Why sh- Why do I care again? I don't know. The cutscene was so long, I I, I blanked Where's out. The Yakuza? I had a, I. I, I <laughs> um, my my biggest issue was I got lost constantly. There there was just no sense of direction. Yeah. That was my issue. The the aiming I didn't really have too much trouble with. Yeah, the I did find myself if I turned too quickly or right after I killed a dude, the the uh, the Z targeting would just disappear. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't come back. You'd have to literally line up and then target with Z again. Uh, that got that got a little irritating, but that's a minor control issue. I feel it was more or less the getting getting lost in no direction where to go. You're just constantly just running around because there's not even really NPCs to talk to or direct to. No signs. It was just find the next area to go to, get the next item to go to the area, and then you move on. So it got pretty, pretty repetitive, pretty quick for me. Yeah. So I wasn't like I wasn't too scared about this game. So this was definitely a crappy, not only a crappy game, but a crappy horror game. So I mean, it had it had elements of horror. No, JD, I would definitely put no, it. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the mask was scary. Uh, okay, that's about it. <laughs> The mask was scary. You're in the land of the dead with Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ooh, Ripper was spooky. a bad guy. You know what that description sounds more like Splatterhouse. <laughs> uh, scary mask, land, dead people. Ooh. Yeah, scary mask. <laughs> get buff. Do you even lift, bro? Shadow Man. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, de- I definitely needed a walkthrough because uh, I got pretty irritated just with where to go all the time. Was- and that, that kind of hindered me enjoying the game. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Kevin? So I don't have an N64 anymore, so I borrowed my buddy's N64 and a copy of this game for this podcast to show my dedication, <laughs> and uh, 10 minutes was enough. <laughs> Dude, it sucks. <laughs> 10 I, minutes I, was I, enough. So you didn't even make it past, like, the initial cutscenes. No, I'm talking about, like, 10 minutes of, like, gameplay, gameplay. Okay. Like, I don't know. I ju- it just feels so empty, and, like, nothing is going on. It, it literally became, like, an obstacle course of, like, why am I doing any of this? Is there a point to this? I'm gonna go play Horizon now. <laughs> like, I I really didn't feel like anything I was doing had a purpose or like why. It was just like we made a kind of horror thing. You like it? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of voodoo stuff in there. I mean, I lived in Louisiana for a number of years, so I I like kind of knew where they were going. It was like okay, I guess it's creepy just because I've I've lived there. Um, no, like I. I got that, but it was just like, I feel like nothing I was doing made had any purpose hey, listen, or any sense if, other than if like... If you save Deadside, you get Louisiana Jerk Chicken. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, not great. They're building a Popeye's very close you to get me. All so the, you get good. all the boudin Thank and you. crawfish you want. <laughs> yeah, you get all the crawfish. This is not sounding any more appetizing. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine that's what, that's the final scene just in the game? At a table. Where it's him and, him and, it's him and Voodoo Chick. <laughs> He's still got the mask on him. His glowy blue eyes. He's just like, give me the crawfish, bro. <laughs> Not those crawfish. The dead ones. <laughs> Sounds like the worst thing ever. Sounds like an appropriate uh, ending for a stupid game. 
No, I, no I, I, I was surprised you even brought up Shadow Man because I, I remember like seeing this game a lot. I'm like, that's not a horror game. That just exists. Yeah, like, this was a random <laughs> pick. I had never heard of this game, and I was like, Shadow Man can't be that bad. Like, I looked at the box art. Don't well, worry, you got a sequel. Yeah, that's so like, oh, yeah, not interested in the sequel. I looked at the box art, and I was yeah, like, I played this on the N64, and it just I played this on the N64, and it just looked rough. It was rough. I can't believe well, this it's game. N64. Can't believe they make something yeah. like this, man. Well, speaking of N64, even when I was in Houston on a business trip, uh, I got a bunch of N64 games, and I just, on a, I was like, you know what? I got to play Shadow Man for the for the podcast. Um, yeah, I'll play. I'll pay five dollars for it. I wouldn't even pay that. I would have. They'd have to that pay move. me to take it. <laughs> so now I have Shadow Man. This game was worse than Jet Force Gemini. I'm going to say it. Oh no! I'm going to say it. Will I will literally. I will literally punch you dead right now. So you're telling me, Josh, that Nightmare on Elm Street's better than Shadow I Man? I had more fun dying to things on the ground than I did in stupid Shadow Man. <laughs> I quit this podcast if you talk shit about Jeff Gemini. I'd rather play oh, fucking Jeff Force Gemini. With uh, well, before we lose, before we lose a cast member, Kevin, what what is your, what are your thoughts on Shadow Man? Nah, though, <laughs> just no. It was boring. Like it was, it was just boring. This is boring. Okay, it's not. It barely, it barely qualifies as a horror game. So if you're looking for something to really disappoint your sweetheart this Halloween, Shadow <laughs> Man. It, if you're one to be mildly disappointed, Shadow Man is your game. Shadow Man and some of me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kevin, you need you need more confidence in yourself. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You've got to set the expectations low so that way she's really surprised. By how disappointing oh, you really God. are. All right. Not only does the Red Leaf Retrocast cover games, love tips. You're welcome. <laughs> love tip. Love tip number two. Punch me in the face. Bitches love it. Oh, God. Love tip number three. You're awful. The only b- <laughs> don't, call, don't call women bitches. The only B word you should call a woman is beautiful. Bitches love being called beautiful. Yeah, like, hey, bitch, you beautiful. I love you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, before we before we lose any female, uh, uh, no, that they're already gone. Um, Dude, they heard video. We have our they're last game. We have our last game for the topic, and it's Kevin's last pick, his second one. And what do you got? Dino Crisis, just like Dino City, but bad. Um. So, all right. So, Dino Crisis is literally Resident Evil. But mm-hmm. dinosaurs, and I say that with full confidence. Because Capcom. It was made actually it. The, the director was so, the he, the guy who made who directed Resident Evil was actually the director of this game. And it's very yeah. apparent. Like this game is almost, I would say, a carbon copy because, like, other than like instead of mansion, you're in medical lab mm-hmm. making dinosaurs for some reason. Like it, it's almost like somebody took like Resident Evil, and their job the next day was to go like review Jurassic yeah. Park, and then they're like, guys, I got a film, I got a game idea. <laughs> they even make references to it. Like, when you see a giant uh, T-Rex in this game, they go, whoa, it's just like that movie. I'm like, you're not even fucking trying, are you? <laughs> um, the plot of the game is nonsensical. Um, just like every sci-fi movie or any horror movie, some scientist is being ignored, like, hey, don't do this. We're going to make dinosaurs. And they're like, but dinosaurs are cool, so we're making dinosaurs. And then dinosaurs fucking kill everybody. So it's Jurassic Park essentially. Um, it's it's a fine game. Uh, it just has that complaint I have that I'm not going to repeat too much of puzzles everywhere. Um, but the thing the thing I hated most is that if I'm given a, a weapon in a game, 
I don't want it to be absolutely useless. Now, I know it's a survival horror game, so I understand that my pistol is going to suck. That is totally fine with me. I have no problem. But when I have a shotgun, it, it, it does no nothing almost different than a pistol, I felt like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else had that. But. My biggest thing is my so, biggest thing in survival horror games, if you give me a weapon, the game loses a lot of horror value. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm on board with that, Josh, because the you're very weak at first because the game sets up as you're you're these um what are they i guess they're they're not stars that's <laughs> they're stars just the go T- ahead <laughs> cp or some shit like that i don't know they're sort that's yes. what it was the secret oh, the operation stores, right. raid team that's what it was yeah sort they're part of sort so not stars sort yeah. And um, yeah. they they kind of set it up. They set it up early that they kind of don't know what they're getting into, and so they 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 immediately make the player think that you're in trouble. Every dinosaur is going to kill you. Uh, pistol's not enough, and you do eventually get stronger. So you're when when I I did play this game enough to to get the shotgun and whatnot, and I was like, bam! Oh. These raptors can't handle this anymore. <laughs> what, what I was kind of disappointed with, and this is to bring, uh, to kind of bring the female audience back, was the main character. I can't remember her name. She was actually super cool. I was just really upset that they didn't. Oh my god, actually, Regina? Yeah, Regina was super cool. They just, I was really upset that they didn't develop her. Like they didn't really go into character development with them or with her. Oh, they didn't have to. You gotta play the she second was one. Super for that. cool. <laughs> she, she, she blasts. Cool. I can't remember what she said, but it sounded like she blasted a raptor. And she's like, I think that took care of him. <laughs> she, she'll say shit like that all the time. Oh, you, did, did I think that did it. No. no, no, no. I didn't have enough time. The, I definitely uh, want to though. The, um, this isn't ruining anything, but during the last the final boss fight, she shoots a missile at a T Rex, and she goes, "You're extinct." And I was like, Don't "Yes, like <laughs> yes." <laughs> Uh, uh, little final cheesy punt, the cheesy line right at the end of the action movies. If there wasn't a one-liner at the end of the movie, did you yeah. even watch it? You're extinct. Oh. I love it. This is what we needed in my life. That's definitely what we need. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, developed, published Capcom. Naturally, uh, it still had the pre-rendered get, uh, bra- bra- backgrounds like a lot of game, lot, lot of PlayStation games at the time. It was also ported to the Dreamcast. I don't know if you guys yeah. knew that. Yeah, mm, I didn't actually. This, I think. Yes, it did. Dino Crisis was ported to the Dreamcast. No, no. Oh, oh, I just said I don't. I don't think I did. Know. Okay, I can't words today. Yeah. So I prior to this, I'd only played Dino Crisis two, <laughs> which I really, I really the enjoyed. Dead version of this and game. <laughs> so I wasn't sure how the first one was uh, exactly because I don't know a lot of people who even heard of Dino Crisis, let alone played it. So, I was pretty pretty pumped to play the game, and to have a, a, a strong female character, you're, you're, fight, you're fighting dinosaurs, I'm a, Jurassic Park's one of my favorite movies of all time, so I was like, uh, horror and dinosaurs? Count me in, for sure. Uh, so, what's, yeah, I mean, I was reading some reviews like, oh, this is just Resident Evil with dinosaurs, like you said, Kevin. Uh, it's not, you know, it's whatever. Don't, you know, take it for what it's worth. And I go, so I was, but I was playing this and I go, so what? <laughs> it's made by no, the same guy and company. Who cares? It's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but it's almost, it's almost too similar to differentiate itself from Resident Evil. Like, to me, honestly, it, I, it, 
somebody could have just called this Resident Evil Dinosaur, and I would have been like, yeah, Resident that's Evil fine. Code. <laughs> but, like, it, it's almost not worth making a whole new series for, Is my I think, is my biggest issue. Like, it, it's it's almost like, why does this exist? Uh, I thought it played. I thought it played really well. The tank controls were there in full force yet again. Uh, oh, fuck tank controls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it didn't break any new grounds. But it was still fun to play. It was interesting. Uh, the story was very much kind yeah. of there and convoluted at times. But I wasn't. I wasn't picking at straws or or anything. I was. I was very happy. The environments were pretty creepy. The uh, yeah, the the puzzles d- did get pretty tedious, but that's typical Resident Evil esque. That's for sure. Um, exactly. It got yeah. Too much though. It got to be way too much though. After a while. Well, when when I when I found myself like okay, I just want to kind of move along. Um, I didn't really have a problem going to going to a walkthrough because sometimes the puzzles just get so ridiculous I can't really remember yeah. anything. This is what I this is this is the kind of game that I would like to deem a a note taking oh, yeah. game. I don't have time for that. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. I can play M-rated games now. I don't have time to write down notes for shit like this. Exactly. <laughs> Getting it. I mean, taking notes during it, games does make it, you know, it makes you feel more involved. Uh, it makes it seems like you're you're solving the puzzles better. You you, you remember things. But even then, some there were there were a couple of puzzles in there that even while writing them down, I'm like, wait, what was I doing again? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. What am Which I supposed is- to find? The the thing is with the with the puzzles in this game and I and I did use a guide for the whole game because I wanted to get it done, is at least in this game more than Resident Evil like the answer wasn't so obscure, like there was a note close by, and like the game the game did tell you write this down, you're going to need it at least it was like very direct I know it sounds like baby hand holding but it was like at least in Resident Evil it was just like. Oh, there's a du- there's 0694 written in dust. Well, that seems important. It's like, why was it important? Like, it, it could be a lock. It could be someone's birthday. Like, it does. It, you know, it was very obscure. Where this, like, right? I felt like every everything I found actually had a purpose. Even those data sheets and even all the de- the discs, they they weren't super obscure. So I feel like Dino Christ is almost a a more casual Resident Evil while at the same time still keeping those like obscure puzzles. It's almost like a good like middle ground. I can I can get behind that 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 opinion. I uh, I definitely liked the more casual feel it had than than Resident Evil games for sure. It was definitely a lot easier. Um I wish there was more dinosaurs. That's for sure. Di- like different yeah, kinds. For a game called Dino Crisis, it was like very very limited on the actual well, dinosaurs. The, when the dinosaurs were there, it was really cool because they can repopulate vacant rooms and stuff. Yeah, it was. I thought the, one of the coolest things was like they can knock the weapons out of your hand with their tails, chase you through the door. Oh yeah, that was that was the, cool. The, 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 um, well, that happened only a few scripted times. No, it no? can happen quite a few times. Oh, I've only had it happen to the, where the like the guy told me like you're gonna lose your gun, go oh. pick it up. No, yeah, they knock their weapons out of your hand. The raptors will knock their hand, uh, your weapon out of your hand with their tail. What got me the most the first time though was when they can chase you through doors. Yeah, that was a uh, that was shocking yeah. to me. And yeah, something just something safe. right out of Jurassic Park. And then even track <laughs> you down if you were bleeding, which of course is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's that pretty was a cool, cool mechanic. I didn't realize what was going on. I thought the bleeding was like, oh, I'm losing health yeah. over time. But like, I didn't realize like, oh, a dinosaur knows where mm-hmm. I am. Like, so that was something I wish Resident Evil actually implemented because it makes sense with zombies because like they're known to like, 
I mean, they're known like they're real creatures, but like a common thing of zombies, like mm, blood, guts, gore. Yeah. <laughs> well, one one cool one last cool thing uh, I want to point out at least was the the use of the camera in the game. Because I don't know if you guys played a Resident Evil game, the camera just keeps messing up. Like you go in a room and the camera's awkwardly placed, yeah. and you know you're pressing up on the D pad or analog stick, and, it, and you immediately go back to the room you're mm-hmm. in, uh, cool. or or it puts you in a perspective on a pre-rendered background, and you're just constantly going up or to the side of the screen, and your character's just getting smaller. This one would actually have the camera panning, yeah, no, quite a bit, like down hallways. It would it would move with you. Uh, the, the camera was never... I never found the camera awkwardly placed when entering a new area. And that little... It, it may seem like such a little thing, especially compared to modern gaming. But back then, like, this is a big deal. Like, it's just something as simple as a camera just made the game more enjoyable. Maybe that's why that, that ca- casual feel was there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of little things that made this a little... Uh, just a little better than Resident Evil. Like, going through a door... It would have that loading screen of the door opening, but not only that, you'd have a name of a room. So at least you could be like, okay, I need, I need to go back to the 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 office or whatever, right? So like, I could remember like this is the office I need to be mm-hmm. here. Not yeah, the that, office. Like, yeah, I, this is I the really, office. This is what's in it. Uh, this is right. this is and maybe I, a clue inside. Uh, leave yeah. that for later. Yeah, I was I was actually taking notes of like what was in each room, and then could and remember going back to pick up. Like, it didn't blend in with the background so much like Resident Evil did. Well, like, some sometimes in Resident Evil, I remember things being part of the pre-rendered background. And so, like, I didn't know if I could pick anything up. But this always had, like, there's a thing here. I need this. Other than, like, dead bodies, but... Yeah. So I thought that was helpful. So, what would you guys... What, what are your final thoughts on it, then? Is it possibly terrible, or was it actually kind of good? <sighs> I... The, this comes down to I respect it again it's I just feel like the puzzles were a little confusing I don't know how Dino Crisis 2 is I still think it's a good game I'm not going to take that away from it I'll probably actually end up playing Dino Crisis 2 uh, even with all the things I don't like about these kind of games but there was just something about it that had more charm than, than the original Resident Evil did for me Josh? why are they remaking this 40 times? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it did sell really well, apparently. It was like 2 million copies. Greatest hits, bro. So, <laughs> Dino Crisis, I mean, the dinosaurs was a cool idea. It got nerve-wracking, but after a while, it just kind of got kind of a noise. Like, they would just pop out of nowhere. Because after a while, I found myself more avoiding the dinosaurs instead of going after them to kill them so I can do the puzzles. I, I just... I don't know. I thought it was... Like, there was the cool little quirks, oh, yeah. but... I stopped killing them. I just found it more annoying... Than it was. I'd have to say this. Is, it's not a crappy game, but it's definitely not a horror game, in my opinion. So middle thumb. Yeah, I'll give it a. Uh, <laughs> it was a possibly bad. It was a game. possibly. Yeah. Uh, so crappy. it, it kind of rounds uh, out the theme there. It was. It was. Eh, it was possibly good. Possibly, possibly bad. Crappy. More. Yeah. Um, really depends on your perspective. Yeah. So those. Those. Those were our six games already. Ooh. Pretty awesome. So going through it Ooh. one more time, we played uh, D came out on the Saturn and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street on the NES. Alien Resurrection from the PlayStation. Alone in the Dark 4, the new Nightmare, also the PlayStation and Dreamcast later. Shadow Man on the 64 and PlayStation. And Dino Crisis on the PlayStation. So, a lot of PlayStation games, actually. PlayStation was really good. The, uh, the other common thing we also had was um, 
one, two, three, four, five of them were action adventure or action adventure horror games. Shadow Man was not well, a horror let's, game. Let's, we gotta, it's, we gotta <laughs> go with its actual title, okay? Just because Shadow Man was stupid doesn't mean it wasn't supposed to be a crappy horror game. <laughs> ha- ha- hashtag not my horror game. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hashtag impeach Shadow Man. <laughs> Alright, so what was your favorite and least favorite? Kevin. <sighs> Alien Resurrection. Fuck you. Um, you know. But my favorite, I, I, I'm really picking. Well, you picked own. Alien Actually, Resurrection, no, man. I, I know it doesn't mean it can't go fuck itself. Um, I want to, like, I don't want to just pick my games because they're my games. But I really do like Nightmare on Elm Street, and I know it's not a horror game either. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I had fun with it, even though it didn't meet any qualifications of a horror game. Yes, it did. It's Freddy Krueger, man. <laughs> okay, they put his face on it. I could put your face on. They be like, "This is JD of Mushenspiel." This is horror. That is an empty Budweiser bottle. <laughs> this is JD of Mushenspiel. This is JD. This is JD on a sign from David's Tea. Now you do your thing. It's horror. This is. <laughs> oh this man. This is JD. This is JD on drugs. Any questions? <laughs> oh God, you guys are terrible. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you got? Okay, so I actually have a ranking down right now. Um, oh, cool. The worst one? Cool. Shadow Man. Worst one, Shadow Man. <laughs> then uh, number five goes to Nightmare on Elm Street. Number four goes to Dino Crisis. Number three goes to Alien Resurrection. Number two goes to... Why did Alien Resurrection break top uh, <laughs> Don't. I Why is it on to top 50%? between one of those two, okay? Um number two goes to D and number one goes to Alone in the Dark I oh, I wow. just I, I couldn't okay. get enough of it like I'm trying to let's, let's hurry this up I want to play the game <laughs> <laughs> so don't push us out the door jeez <laughs> don't let the my door ranking my ranking from the Ooh. bottom up is is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street the bottom yep Alien Resurrection number five Shadow Man number four D at number three, Dino Crisis 2, Alone in the Dark, New Nightmare number one. Nice. That's so. my uh, description for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, by the way. <laughs> Could have saved 20 minutes just. <laughs> what'd you, what'd you, what'd you think have, of Nightmare on Elm <laughs> Can we have that rating in like EGM? Just like Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Power, Power cord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. Well, we're still rolling here. Uh, you know what, guys? I don't even need a break. You want to just go right into the the general yeah, topic? I guess we should do that. Yeah. Just get the just the get only, it. Just go full, full force. The only issue is we'll audacity crap out with uh, being over an hour and a half. Oh, it just might. But we'll Ooh. we'll keep an eye on it. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. Auto auditions good to go. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so this is the general topic where we kind of we're gonna kind of just shoot the shit and talk about horror games from the past, uh, maybe some honorable mentions, uh, and how different horror games are today, and just kind of throw some titles out there. We're 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 kind of improvising this one. Uh, <laughs> we're improvising. People, we don't if, improvise the uh, rest. Oh well, <laughs> the um, this is brought. I, I, I do have to mention the sponsors though. Uh, New Amsterdam Gin. If you like gin, this is probably the, your best bet. Uh, it's good a, stuff. What a sponsorship. What a sponsorship. Um, 
I, I do I do love our main sponsor, David's Tea, located here in Toronto on Queen Street West. It's they're really good, fair prices, uh, an assortment of different flavors. Uh, right now, they have a special going on where you get a free tea uh, with the purchase of in uh, a summer iced tea glass bottle where it actually infuses the tea at the bottom of the glass. It's uh, it's really cool. I'm actually going to go get one uh, this coming weekend because summer's right around the corner and iced tea would definitely quench the thirst. Oh, yeah. Actually, I might be so going to David's Toronto tea, sometime soon. Okay, here in Toronto, out. you can also get it in various places in the United States. Join this, uh, uh, the Frequent Steeper Club, rack up those points and get some get some good deals. I'm thinking to so, uh, come to Toronto soon to try that out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're located in Boston, uh, you're not taxed on your tea because of some party that went on there. <laughs> some tea party. I feel as though you're making an American joke at me, and my dog is barking. Even wow. your dog's not impressed at that joke. Look, you've offended an American dog. Uh, Even he was like, fuck your tea I'm party. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so I want to I wanna throw out some honorable mentions there of some, some old games that, that, uh, that weren't really brought mm-hmm. up. Um, and that would be the first Clock Tower game on the Super Nintendo. Now, it never had a Western release, but it definitely broke new grounds into how survival horror is played uh, since you're a weak character. And I got that feeling in D, how D took a lot from that franchise. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. It, I Like I said before, um, and you kind of backed me up on it, when you get a weapon in a survival horror game, it turned into more of a, a run-and-gun kind of shooter type deal with some monsters and zombies and stuff. So the moment I get, like, a weapon in a game is it's when I kind of... is when the game's horror factor kind of really drops. Yeah, uh, there, there does come a point in horror games in general where being so weak all the time at the beginning of the game is a good mm. thing. And then when you get to a point... Like, one of my favorite horror games to this day is Clock Tower 3. I know it's not rated the best. I know it's not everyone's favorite. Most people just haven't even played it. It's on the PS2. Okay. Uh, at first, you're this you're this little British girl, Alyssa, and she's she can't do anything. Her only weapon is holy water. Hmm. <laughs> and all she can do is run away. But as you play the game and you get a handle on how everything works, you feel like that holy water, you know, is is your main weapon. You use it right, and you're less, you're less scared. And that's how I feel what Dino Crisis was going for. Well, I mean... You have a pistol fighting these crazy crazy big dinosaurs, and eventually you do get, you know, you know they the, the dinosaurs wreck your house. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt but about it. But the thing it. is, that, that which is fine, and I have no problem with that, that with that pistol being weak, but I felt like, like, even when I got the grenade launcher towards the end of the game, I felt like a fucking grenade launcher should, like, kill this dinosaur at least in one hit, even if you're not going to make it explode, but, like, everything I did was, like, a water gun, mm-hmm. like, I felt like. Genetic engineering's a bitch, man. <laughs> Which is, okay, fine, we can think, but it's also an explosion, uh, so there's that. I just, if you're, I feel like if you're going to give me a weapon in a horror game, you know, be selective, like, okay, here's a pistol, here's, like, a TMP, you know, maybe it sucks, but it fires a lot of bullets Okay, so. I just... I just don't want to be, I don't want to have the illusion of, you've given me a weapon, but it doesn't do anything. In that sense, then, Kevin, what makes a a horror game for you? Is it the sense of being scared, or just being in suspense, or the fact that you're just in a creepy environment, and now you need to blow things away? 
it, it, it depends game by game. I just, and I've said it, I don't want to keep saying it, but like puzzles don't make things scary. And I never got why every, like Silent Hill, Resident Evil, why, why do I have to find these puzzles? Like that doesn't have to be scary. There's things like, I think Alien Isolation is a great example, which is a modern day example. Like you can't kill that xenomorph. And, but you can make it run away. It's always chasing you. You know, there's an atmosphere. There's, there's, it, there's always a feeling of dread. Sense of helplessness. I felt zero dread while playing Dino Crisis, other than like, oh, I have a weapon that doesn't do shit. Like that's a. It wasn't scary. It was just frustrating to me. You know. Hmm. Uh. So. What do you? What, what's what's a hard game to you, Josh? Well, I mean, I I freaking love horror games. Like, if anybody knows my channel, they know I love horror games. Um, but it's like I, I've said it before and I'll keep saying it I don't like having a weapon in, in a horror game I like to have that sense of helplessness to, to avoid the monster run away from the monster like to have creative ways of getting away from the monster and I don't mind certain puzzles as long as like the puzzle makes sense to the story like I'm going to use um, layers of fear for example you wake up your guy or some narrator is talking about some painting and some artwork and I just when you're going through the game you're so gripped by what's going on in the story that you want to explore everything and all you know is that there's something watching you there's something going on in the house and you're not quite sure what it is and I just just having that sense of helplessness and like Kevin said that sense of dread really makes a horror game for me and just having knowing that something can chase you or like can pop up at any time like jump scares are jump scares they get everybody but that sense of helplessness and knowing that you're being watched and that anything could happen like in crap I can't remember the game in Amnesia Amnesia that's it you can't be in the dark too long oh, you can't yeah. be in the dark for too long you can't touch water because you guys start tripping out like it's kind of like using the uh, the flashlight in Alone in the yeah, Dark that we or played or even uh in um, oh my god Eternal Eternal Darkness Eternal Darkness was a game I actually wanted to put on here it was made in 2002 so I could have done it um, and it that game is again HP Lovecrafting very scary uh, but that has like a whole sanity meter monsters everywhere oh yeah and that's that's a that's a fourth wall breaking yeah, game no, exactly really brings the really brings the player into there the game there was actually one itself. scenario I was playing it because I lived with uh, I lived with my cousin at one point uh, my cousin Dirtbag uh, Gaming he um he had this game and he's like you know what Josh I know you really like the horror games you should try this one out so I'm trying and playing I'm going through and I'm, I'm really creeped out because you I don't remember if you get a weapon I think you do but I can't quite remember but I'm creeped out at this game because there's noises and there's wind blowing through the house and you have to go find these things to try to advance through the game the thing the one thing that Kevin hates and I'm playing and playing and playing and all of a sudden the game goes blue screen Puzzles. the game goes blue screen and says your game has crashed I looked at Jordan I said did I just break the game and he's laughing his ass off. I was like, dude, if I just broke something, like, I am so sorry. And this game, it'll stay on the blue screen for, like, ten minutes. I actually had to reset it. And then it started up again. It, it loaded up. It didn't even, like, you know the GameCube thing where, like, it will spin up? It didn't right. even do that. It just went right back into the game after I hit the reset button. <laughs> yeah, I've, See, I've, play, I've cool... played it. I've played a bit of Eternal Darkness, and, and things like that are so cool. And if you have a CRT... TV and you have that game that is the true way to play it and it really messes with yeah. your mind Kevin you were going to say something game, like, 
Yeah, like, I, I never played Eternal Darkness, but the thing that always boggled my mind about that is, like, why would your GameCube do a blue screen? See, nobody really knows because that because was that was the that was the thing of the, that was the thing of the nineties and early two thousands of a computer is. I understood that, but that was a computer. I'm playing a GameCube. I was like, I'm not running Windows. Well, I wouldn't Hold say Windows. It'd be like your console has encountered a fatal error and can no longer process the information on the disk or some some stuff like that, right? Oh, see, I thought it was just like a Windows no, blue no. screen because, <laughs> like I said, I've never played it. So every time I saw a video, this is like, are, are people just dumb? That's not Windows. Yeah, like it's like, not, it, it, it's not <laughs> okay, a Windows so. thing. Like, oh, your PC has encountered an error and we need to restart your system. It said your console. Man, would that be oh, hilarious? Be so though. Windows has encountered a problem. <laughs> this is a Nintendo Switch. What the hell? <laughs> well. What I've what I've noticed after after researching and, and playing some of the games on the list is a lot of these games from the early '90s, mid '90s. Uh, you know, it was pre-rendered b- backgrounds. Nothing really truly became creepy or scary until uh, 3D came along. That's when things uh, can move at you, yeah, like I your, guess, your, your, play, you your PlayStation, your Saturn, even your N64. That, uh, well, you can make the argument for the first clock tower. You know, they did with what they could but like a lot of people recommend that like that is a scary game well that was the one that started off and I did I did mention that earlier uh, but then when the or, PS when the PS2 uh, GameCube that era rolled around <coughs> that's when horror games really became started becoming yeah. big like bigger yeah. than than just it, it, it kind of saw the same evolution that first person shooters had in my opinion where uh, the new technology with new controls, uh, better hardware, it was able to do more. So that's when we saw our, our games like Siren, uh, the Fatal oh. Frame series. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Fatal Frame series I still play uh, to this day, and even when it's stupid and schoolgirly, it's still really creepy. I'm a person that when I play a horror game, I have to have a friend over because something just as simple as the environment in these creepy images coming up they scare me half to death I could not even my my brother and I couldn't even play Fatal Frame 2 together uh, I, I, I don't because that, that's one of the scariest games I've ever played in my life I don't life. mind playing a horror <laughs> game with another person but to be fair the last time I played a horror game with someone was when I played Soma with Alec and that kind of playing with someone else kind of takes away from the atmosphere because you can like chat with someone but it also kind of adds to it because like you, if you can also be like have that sense of urgency with your friend at the same time and if you're a dick like I was when I was playing Soma, you kind of like, you look at your friend and go, boo, and scare the shit out of them. <laughs> See, that's just But me. it's funny. You would do the same shit. Only because the same shit's happened to you. It is, it is oh. funny. One of, one, of my, one of my favorite, I'm going to go on and look at a little story here, but one of my favorite experiences uh, with a horror game was actually Clock Tower okay. 3. And I keep going back to this game. Is friend and I were, or it was middle of the night, we're playing the game. We, you know, I'd just gotten it. Uh, this is that time when I was finally allowed to play M-rated games, and the little girl Alyssa gets warped warped into the the little world, and the first corner she walks around, uh, this dude with a sledgehammer just says her name really loud, Alyssa, and throws the sledgehammer down in front of her, just missing her. And in that moment, both of us jumped out of my bed. He hits the wall. And I just uh, the controller flies out of my hand and rips it rips out it's ripped out of the console. We were just we were just that jump scared, and from that moment on, we're just we're just freaking out anytime this character came. Like we gotta run away because we have no weapon. Pyramid head. So that, 
Yeah, it was it was ridiculous, and it's those experiences in horror games that that just make them so enticing and fun. Oh, I love and horror games. It wasn't until Resident Evil Seven rolled around that, kind of that middle between the PS2 and now, game horror games all tried to be like Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. where they just wanted to be first person shooters or third person mm-hmm. shooters, just guns and shoot shit. No, I'm really liking the. I really you know? like the direction a lot of uh, independent game makers are going now. A lot of independent indies have been killing. Oh, indies have been it. killing it. But when it comes down to the horror games, I like how they're kind of starting to come with more survival, um, survival horror instead of just run and go shoot zombies. I, my favorite, though, personally, are are survival psycho horror, psycho thriller games. Uh, what are some examples? Uh, Amnesia was one. Uh, Layers of Fear. Right. Uh, my the scariest experience I ever had was actually a question I was going to bring up to you guys. The, what is the scariest experience you've ever had with a horror game? And the most scariest experience I've ever had with a horror game was the first, like three jump scares in Outlast. Outlast gets a lot of people. Like the first um, one. And I, Outlast I Two is coming out as well. That. Oh man, it's terrifying. The first, like, oh my. God, dude! The first ten minutes, I had to sh- I had to take a break because like it was like you go into this uh, old mental asylum and then you're walking around jump scare. Oh, okay, that got me. Jump scare. Oh, okay, that got me too. And the third one jump scare. It's like okay, well, you know what? I can only take so many jump scares in the two minute span. <laughs> I'm sick of you guys making fun of me. <laughs> but like, man, I well, I don't want to. I don't. Have you watched gameplay of Outlast, Kevin? I have it downloaded on my PS4. I've been meaning to okay. play it. It just hasn't happened yet. I play it on doing uh, videos on that because I'll cry like a well, little baby because if there's anything I hate, it's jump as scares. As soon as you do, as soon as that goes up, I'm watching it because I love watching people play LS. Like, I make people play PT when they come over all the time. I'll never touch PT. PT is awesome. No. PT is super <laughs> scary. I hate it. So, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a real scary. shame that was never, yeah, that was never that made. It's a real well, shame. We got to see what Death Stranding becomes because... You never know. That that could be that could be a creepy psychological game. It could probably the way it's looking, it looks like it could be horror. So yeah. just for fun, I have a top horror game list from Games Radar. It's very basic. Okay. But I thought I thought we could go th- it's it's twenty games, just real quick, I'll run through them and then we can just be like, okay, sure, yeah. Um yes. maybe I a little thought over them. If the one I'm thinking of comes up on there, I want to go into death. So number I'll twenty, Silent Hill Shattered Shattered Memories. It. Uh, it's okay. Um, it's scary at first, and then it, then you become numb to it. Okay. Is that the Wii one? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I uh, number nineteen, Layers oh, of Fear. So good. Story driven. It's never it, played that. It's pretty Story good. Driven. It's pretty good. Josh played it on uh, on Power Cord. It's it's a, it's, it's a good game. Fa- my favorite game I've played for Powers Out. So far. So far. So, uh, Lone Survivor. Uh, never heard of it. I'm not familiar with this one at all. So. No, I thought that was an that. action game. Uh, number 17, Alan Ooh. Wake, mm, which... That was good. Scary. The whole flashlight thing was terrifying. I mean... <laughs> uh, 16, Fear, which... I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure about that. I mean, no, it's a, it's a first... Lit. <laughs> I mean, it's a good game, but... <laughs> right after you see uh, Fire Girl, after the first couple of times... It, Oma? Yeah. That game's awesome. She's the scariest thing in that game. Yeah, she's the only thing scary in the game. 
Because it's creepy. There's That's what I'm talking about with Alien. There's one enemy, and it will haunt you and scare you, and you can't and escape then, it. That that's fine, like, but the uh, first... That's fine, but the first-person shooter part of it just, I think, kind of ruins it. Oh, absolutely. The game's a terrible if shooter, it, but it's hilarious. Okay. Hey, don't forget the whole point where she gets ghost breakers with you, okay? Oh, don't, God. don't try to put logic into that. That was a scary. That uh, was also a scary part. <laughs> Fifteen Dead Space, which I'm kind of shocked this Dead isn't Space higher. Wasn't scary. Uh, wow. Dead the Space first Dead was Space? not scary, and I'll stand by that. Keith thinks it's horrifying, but I will stand by that Dead Space is not scary. I, well, maybe because you don't think it's space. it's scary because you know you're armed to the T well, with no, weapons. I just, even like, <laughs> even when I wasn't armed, like just there, it just wasn't scary. Like, I'm going to turn around this corner. I wonder what fucking alien is going to jump out at me. Bang! Wow, that was horrifying. <laughs> I'm going down an elevator. Hmm, this elevator seems to have uh, stopped. Hmm. Yeah. So it's just predictable. It's, yeah, it's predictable. Okay. It's not scary. That's ah, fair. Uh, 14, Eternal Darkness. Ooh, I think Eternal it should Darkness be higher. Eternal Darkness is good. It should sure. definitely be higher. Um, 13, Until Dawn. No, no. I think that should be lower. That's what I want to talk about when we're done. I want to talk about until that when we're done. Until Dawn, yeah. Okay, we'll go. We'll go more into Until Dawn because I I really enjoyed good, that game. Not, that's um, slower. Twelve. Condemned Criminal Origins. No, nah. it's good. Absolutely, no, it's not. good. It's good. It's what? great. But I don't think it's a horror game. I think it's a great suspense, like mystery game. It's more like Shadow Man. Wait, is it? Is it? <laughs> don't don't spoil the number. But can you tell me if the second one's on this list? Uh, I don't know. I can't see ahead. I can't see that far oh, ahead, man. All right, never. Oh, it's one of those clickbaity sites where you yeah. gotta hit next every time. Yeah. Uh, Eleven Bloodborne. Bloodborne. That's a that's, that's a, a horror, horror game? game. I mean, it's it's it qualifies as horror standard for Just sure. Because but. they put scary things in it, like ooh, vampires no. or whatever. No, I've, that's not a horror I've game. Beat Stop Bloodborne. That. Shadow Man is yeah, more. Yeah, I was more game. scared at Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I, well, the only thing that'll get you is like in every fucking Dark Souls game is that things pop out at you like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> There's creepy environments and creepy, well, creepy, scary enemies in, in Bloodborne, but yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's too actiony to well, to the be. The game is based off of like a Gothic Victorian style. That's not very scary. It's just creepy. Are you kidding me? There's like vampires and shit in those eras all the time. We all know that. Scary. Uh, ten Soma. So sure. good. Uh, nine Fatal Frame Two. I've already spoken about that. That game's creepy as shit. I can't, I can't play it. I took that one picture and never play again. Yeah. Eight Outlast, is, which you which Outlast you spoke about. Seven Resident Evil Four. Um, no, it's an action Whoa. game. Yeah, no, no, eh. no, no. Uh, six Resident Evil Two. It's sure. gonna be like Resident Evil Four, That's two, seven, eight. <laughs> five Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> God damn it. Four Alien Isolation. I played it, but I I have it yeah, on my buddy. Steam library. I want to play that soon. Uh, three Amnesia. Good yes, job, Josh. Good. Two PT. Oh, that's so good too. Okay, but that's but like, it's not a full game. game. <laughs> it's a demo. That's, that's no, really no. Really unfair. Kick, just like, kick that off the list. And uh, number one, Silent Hill two. So uh, they, yeah, that's good. They definitely left a lot of actual horror titles yeah, on like there. They didn't even put Devilry uh, in there. Yeah, they didn't. They they missed they okay, missed the boat. I, I hate to plug again, so, but Devilry was a game I played on on Powers Out for my channel, and that game scared me so bad. That people have asked me to like, hey, why don't you finish the game? You know, this is not like we're like re-recorded because the fucking footage is all jumpy and laggy and shit. It's like, oh, you know what? How about no? Because that game scared me so bad that I refuse to play the game again. Yeah. Wow. I'm I here know. for you, Josh. And so okay. is fucking so, Alec. <laughs> with with technology going up, uh, because we saw two games on the list that 
definitely warrant a mention, and that was Resident Evil 7 and Until Dawn. And what Resident Evil 7 did was the whole VR, first person, you are the person, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what led to the first person shooter genre getting as big because you feel like you're the guy, you're the guy killing everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so VR is definitely going to... And we already see this with a lot of games, like with the Oculus and, and even on the PS4 VR, where hard games are definitely going to get kicked off hard and the indie titles are probably going to be the one that's oh going to keep it going. VR, VR uh, until Dawn... Until Dawn should not have been on that Until list. Dawn is that... Josh, don't you speak ill it's words a great again. Game. Yeah, Josh, you're in I, that game. <laughs> that game is awesome. Just because you're crazy doesn't... <laughs> the game's a lot of fun and it's very... It's 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 a callback to those 80s... Plays like a movie. Uh, slashers. Slasher yeah. films. Oh, yeah, it... It's everything Night Trap should have been. <laughs> yeah, kinda. It's it's it I'll, had I'll everything Night Trap wanted to be at the time. It's and D with more cutscenes. Man, could you could you imagine? Yes, it's also D. So you can you you definitely see those two kind of game two games in Until Dawn and what they could have been. Um, did Until Dawn really hit the mark for making you truly no. scared? No, but you felt like the characters were scared. So I there was a few parts where, where I did get scared. The biggest one was when the birds flew out of the trees when you were with uh, Mike and Mike and the, <laughs> the really loose girl, whatever Jessica, whatever her name was. And they oh, were walking man. to the cabin, Mike. and then like you go to <laughs> Mike and, and Jessica. like you guys are walking to the cabin. And you turn around, next thing you know, it zooms down. These birds flying out the thing. I, that's the one that scared me the most. <laughs> yeah, there were definitely some creepy moments, but um, yeah, hard, hard games. Are definitely coming along. Uh, the like you guys mentioned, the the indie titles are. They, I'd say they revamped oh, the genre for it. sure. Well, they're doing they're doing more with less, which is a lot. I've had a lot of friends say like the scariest horror games were on PS One because the graphics were, left you. They gave you a vague idea of what mm-hmm. was chasing you. Like obviously it's a zombie in Resident Evil, but like. Because you almost can't make it out, your mind, like, hallucinates and makes it worse in your mind. Like, the controls were, like, bad, so, like, you had to run away and it made it more tense. But when you bring it back down to indie studios who have less to work with, uh, the the creativity just gets there more, I feel oh, like, so. Yeah, it's almost like, because uh, I, I, the games I'm most scared of is, or, or playing are the PS2 horror games that I have. The Siren, the Fatal Frame 2, uh, Silent Hill 2. Um, the, the Kevin, you're right. You're you're. I, I can absolutely agree with you on that. Where your mind is filling in gaps, it's it's letting your imagination run wild, and that's what that's what drives me crazy. Like, what's around this corner? Is that really a a, a spoopy ghost or or <laughs> or was it all in my head? Did I hear something around the corner? I swear I heard something. But when the graphics get too good, like in Dead Space, I'm with Josh, and just yeah, everything becomes predictable. You you know what's there. Oh, it's a tentacle thing. Oh, I'm so shocked. Yeah. Uh. No, <laughs> oh, tentacle porn. I've seen yeah. where this goes. Oh. Um, just give me some tentacle tentacle grape from Japan. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> no? you like that joke? <laughs> I see where I, I, I enjoyed. It. I was like, ooh. The one thing though that's starting to annoy <laughs> me though with a lot of the well, that's that's. Willie's starting to become a huge thing is because of the popularity of Five Nights at Freddy's, everyone's starting to do the survive for six hours, you know, kind of thing. I thought that nope, died it's off. it's still going strong. 
It's still going. There's a lot of uh, side games, knockoffs. Well, not even just Five um, Nights at Freddy's. Like, I'm talking, like, even Emily wants to play Survive 12 to 6. Survive. Like, in other games, just Survive from 12 to 6. Yeah, the bo- the Boogeyman's yeah. another game like that. Right, so it's... Not really... Like, yeah. They're, they're just carbon copies with yeah, a different character, and it's starting, essentially. It's starting to get a little annoying because, like, once you played one, you played them all. Well, see, the thing is that not only are those bad horror games to me, those are bad games because if I can get the full experience by watching a Let's Play online, I feel like you haven't yeah. made a good game. Like, I I know a lot of people say, like, Let's Play... I don't know, those developers would, would beg to differ with all the money they're making. Well, I, I, <laughs> it's I easy to make money when you send a horror game to Markiplier. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything PewDiePie and Markiplier play is, is going to print money. Uh, but I, I don't feel like if I got my own copy of Five Nights at Freddy's, I'd have any more of an experience than a guy no, who I'd, played it. You know, like, like uh, when I watch your guys' videos, like, you know, uh, if you play God of War, like JD's doing now, like, you're not going to have the same experience I will playing God of War. <laughs> well, technically, I played that like a year ago, and it's finally up nice. online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, examples. <laughs> I'm still do I'm still putting up Tales of Symphony as I finish in, in January. Uh, so. Oh, the life of working full time and just having pre-recorded <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember you made like a Christmas remark, and I was like, "What the hell's going on in Canada?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas in July. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, come on, man. I I, I I made this clear when I when the channel was first made, and I mentioned it all the times. Like, hey, I'm going away for a month, and or it's like yeah, in between no. episodes. Hey, I've been away for like six weeks. What's up? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, uh, I got that, but it was yeah, just yeah. like. But the thing was, like, you know, a game like God of War or any... Or any so we're, we're, games, uh, we're, approaching, we're approaching the time crunch here uh, at the oh end boy. of the podcast. I want to know what each of your top of your head, your top three horror games you've ever played. I'll let Kevin go first this time. Kevin, mm. you've been summoned. And I'm letting you guys know you might be surprised with my um, picks. Number three, Until Dawn. Really? Suck Come Josh. on, man. Uh, <laughs> shut your mouth, I'm speaking. <laughs> uh, number two is going to be Condemned 2, uh, Bloodshot. And Interesting. Number one... The Suffering. I <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't played The Suffering, believe it or not. Uh, um, Man, I'm going to be real... Splinter right, Cell. Gonna, uh, no. <laughs> Mass Effect 2. Um, no, I, I'm going to say fear, but I have a reason for it that we don't have time to explain. So Okay. Just trust me. It's fear. Okay. okay. Josh? So I'm going to go Outlast as number three. I'm going to go PT as number two. And I'm going... I veto that I number two. I can't. <laughs> I nope, so do. You shut your mouth, it's I'm It's like talking. a 10 minute game. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, okay, uh, okay. real diplomatic okay, so here. Veto, veto number that one then. Uh, okay, so then I'll guess I'll go uh, Amnesia as number two then. And then um, my okay. scariest one I've ever played would be Devilry because that's the game that I've absolutely just been scared so bad that I refuse <laughs> to play again. It was either that or Fatal Frame. Okay. JD, your turn. Devilry. I'll have to. I'll have to watch that video it's, again. To see let you know it was uh, recorded when we first started doing it, and it's really laggy, and it's not that great. But yeah, uh, I will well, use that as a litmus test for okay. your whole channel. Then, okay, everyone should. That's fair, dude. That's uh, fair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can't say favorite, so I have to go by scariest because that's what I'm basing this off of. Uh, three would be Silent Hill two. Um, two would be Siren 
and one is Fatal Frame two. Are you sure one's not Shadow Man? So they just have they. <laughs> they just happen to all be PS two. Uh, so I wonder if that that surprised anyone. Um, I mean, there's not a Sega title on there, so. Yeah, they're Ooh. all PS2 titles, yeah. That's uh, a good point. You can be able to send Resident Evil 3 Nemesis on Dreamcast. Oh, uh, that is on the Dreamcast. <laughs> Specifically on Dreamcast for you, though. But I want specific, like, these scared me the most. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that was episode six of the Red Leaf Retrocast with the theme Possibly Terrible Horror Games. Josh has our next <laughs> theme already uh, yes, picked I out. Do. Would you like to tell everyone all Our about next it? next topic that we're going to talk about is games that have been adapted from movies. Alien Resurrection. Nice. That, that <laughs> would be one of them. <laughs> nice, nice, man. I already oh, got this done. I already got my two. JD's got his two. I think Kevin's got his two. So you guys are going to have a... Yeah, we already got our list picked out. Uh, hopefully we can actually turn around the next... Uh, the next podcast in a couple weeks, three max. So we'll be on our bike by uh, by monthly. I thought you were going to say we'll be on our bike ride. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll be on a solid Ooh. bike ride. Um, looking at great movies to be turned into video games. Look at all the photosynthesis going <laughs> on, guys. Oh, so good. Uh, Kevin, where can where can we uh, where can we find you? Find all of us, and how can they get in contact to ask us questions, suggest themes, suggest games to play? Uh, if you want to annoy me on Twitter, it's twitter.com slash console kev, and then I will block you. <laughs> um, you can find me at me and YouTube. Uh, I don't have a custom YouTube URL. It won't go through, but just look up console kev. I'll be the guy with the little pixelated face. Um, and if you want to annoy me on Facebook, don't do that. It's creepy. Yeah, I Facebook's don't know a little you. too much. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> And Josh, where we can where can we, we find you? Uh, well, we have a Facebook page. I mean, you can look us up. Our Facebook page, you hypocrite. No, you don't have my personal Facebook. That's different. Um, I'm you go ahead. It. You can more than you're more than welcome to like the page and share everything that's on there. Um, <laughs> nerd, <laughs> nerd showing me what's up. Yeah, you find us on Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, and Twitter. We actually have uh, our custom URL working. It's uh, powercord slash c slash powercord show. On Twitter, we are at PowerCord Gaming, which I kind of annoyed with because I hate when things do, you know, yada yada gaming or stuff like that. It's, it's like we get it. You have a YouTube channel, so we're kind of, kind of hypocritical again <laughs> in that sense. Um, but otherwise, everything is PowerCord Show. Look us up on PowerCord, where you have lightning bolts and wires and. Hey, you're doing tales of yes. Hey, Shoot we've it. been doing. We we've had that going <laughs> for this is like it's like a work in progress. We do long. We play like. Why are you not showing up in my sub box? Fuck I don't know. You. Are you actually subscribed? Huh. <laughs> yeah, subscribed. yeah, but I'm, like, I'm looking at... I just like, I didn't know you had a Facebook page, so I'm looking down there, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't see any of this in yeah, my thing. So. How about you, JD? Where can we find you at? Well, uh, I am not a cheater chat copycat like Dang, Power Court don't... with Dark oh, Souls snap. and Tales and Symphonia. Oh, snap. Oh, um, snap. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, you can find me uh, at Moose and Spiel from YouTube and VidMe. Uh, this is also where you can find the Red Leaf Retrocast in full episodes at VidMe. So you can stream the, the podcast and past ones. Uh, it's in an album. You can also find the podcast in the last two episodes on iTunes and Google Play Music because uh, our sponsor doesn't pay us enough <laughs> money. 
<laughs> we need to get more wow. sponsors to do more than two episodes and I don't feel like pumping out the extra like $10 yeah, or whatever no. it is for other sites uh, but you can find all the episodes at VidMe maybe eventually on on all our YouTube channels but uh, you can also find me on Twitter at BowlingJD under Moose and Spiel it's the moose with the Canadian flag in the back uh, <laughs> really getting the really getting the country I work in yeah if you want to look well for done. power cords so, look up the you know electricity in the background that's us Go to Home Depot. It's, it's C-O-R-D, right. by the way, not C-H-O-R-D, all one word. Just saying. Yeah, so <laughs> that was episode six. Hope you look forward to the next episode in a couple weeks. And... <laughs> I was going to say that for when you were saying he wasn't a copycat, but then you started talking again. That would be a jerk. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>